The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Hannum's Harley-Davidson, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Farber and Farber Law Offices, Castle Vacations, Homestead Land Sales, Cavallo Auto Body, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Disher Painting, Anthony's at Paxson, Ardell Landscaping, PJ Bartending, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Darkness has descended on Harry Harvey Stadium in more ways than one as we are Friday night under the lights for Marble Newtown Tigers football. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here's Larry O'Connor. Steve Reynolds and Dave DePasqua. Welcome, everyone. Friday Night Lights on a Saturday evening, a rainy Saturday evening here in Rosemont, Pennsylvania. A little bit different of a lineup for you tonight. I'm Jim Alsman alongside Steve Reynolds, Eric Kelling at the controls tonight. We are Saturday night under the lights from Rosemont. We're at Harrington High School where Marple Newtown will play Lower Marion. Lower Marion comes into this game 0-2, Marple Newtown 1-1, their first win against Kip Du Bois. They lose at home against Radner. Tonight, we square off against the Aces of Lower Marion High School. This game got pushed back last night, as you know, from last night, as you know, to tonight. Hang in there with us. It's a rainy night tonight. No different, except, Steve, we don't have any thunder and lightning. So we have teams coming onto the field now, and we are able to progress with this game some Friday night games in Delaware County did get started, and they had to pick up tonight. They decided because of the lightning and how the proximity, Steve, where it was, that we just couldn't get any aspect of this game in last night. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, and uh, good to be aside you, Jim Osman. Uh, again, a little bit different Saturday night, but, yeah, going back to last night, you know, guys waiting around, and that, that really messes with you when you're waiting around in a locker room. You don't know when the kickoff's going to be. They keep pushing it back. So I think, a, you know, at the end of the day, they made the right decision. Um, and they're going to start the game tonight. Uh, guys are ready to go. It's raining, but, again, the issue was thunder and lightning. Um, you know, with just rain, it's just football. I mean, 
you, you line up and you play the game. So no, it looks like no lightning in the broadcast tonight, so we'll have no interruptions, and uh, we're happy to be here. Yes, yes. So both teams have come out on the field. Referees are at midfield, and they're momentarily, actually as we speak, the captains are going to midfield. Representing Marple Newtown is Alden Mathis, along with Seth Moyer, Marlon Weathers, and Sal Tartaglia for Lower Marion. Number four, Jalen Goodman, along with number 12, Matt O'Connor. Number 42, John Trainer, and I believe I see number 54, Will House. Captains are meeting. Now, they do the coin toss. A lot of people don't realize this. They do the coin toss way before right now. This is just uh, ceremonial. But we actually don't know who won the coin toss, so this is beneficial for us. And they're actually tossing the coin. I don't know why. Who knows? Looks like Lower Marion has received. They have elected to defer to the second half. Marple Newtown will receive the opening kickoff. Momentarily, we'll have the national anthem. So Marble Newtown will receive. Lower Marion won the toss, elected to the third in the second half. Again, uh, not a normal setup for us tonight. Jim Osman. Jim Osman right now um, substituting for Dave DePasqua. I know he's listening from uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. Amanda, I hope you're listening as well. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing well in the DePasco family. I'm alongside Steve Reynolds, our regular color commentator, Eric Kelling filling in for Larry O'Connor. Charlie DePasqua will be spotting and helping us on social media. We're headed to the National Anthem. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Shell Farber here for Farber and Farber Law Offices, your hometown law firm located across from the Broomall Post Office. As a Marple Newtown Class of 74 graduate, I know the importance of service to our clients. We can help you navigate your personal injury, work injury, disability, or employment legal issues. We get results helping you understand the process. Call us at no charge, 610-356-3900, 610-356-3900, and see how we can help you. And welcome back from Rosemont, Pennsylvania. Jim Allsman alongside, alongside Steve Reynolds and Eric Kelling. Charlie DePasqua is with us as well. And we're at the conclusion of the national anthem. An absolutely breathtaking rendition sung live. We are right behind the Marple Newtown sideline. We're set up in... Uh, what is referred to as a donkey, but is a portable press booth. And, and we love this setup when we're right on top of the field because you get some more action. It's a little harder from vision standpoint for us, but um, in terms of being right on top of the team, it's, it's kind of cool. So we like coming to Harrington. That's right. Tom Ferguson, the athletic director here, makes sure that we're always accommodated. We appreciate that. Friday night lights on Saturday evening. We appreciate you joining us tonight. 
Once again, I'm Jim Allsman, executive producer of Tigers Radio Network, filling in for Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, color commentators alongside of me, Eric Kelling at the controls. Number 32 for Lower Marion, kicking off Aza Costo. In kickoff return position for the Tigers is number two, Kevin Marone, along with Marlon Weathers. Marple looking to bounce back after last week's double overtime loss to Radner. Rain is coming down in sheets, but the radar looks as though this will be cleared up in about 25 minutes. But you're at home or wherever, listening dry, hopefully. So here we go. Saturday Night Lights underway. Marlon Weathers lets the ball go through his hands. He's going to pick it up at the 10-yard line. And he is tripped up by Lower Marion's number 12. Matt O'Connor gets about two on the return, Steve. Yeah, Marlon uh, just kind of misjudged that. You kind of want to receive that in your basket. He kind of put his hands up and uh, went through his hands. Again, a wet night, so ball security is huge for Marple Newtown. And on the other side, Lower Marion, this is a different squad. A lot of people, you know, Marple Newtown people, they think Lower Marion, cakewalk. Now, this team, this is a solid team. Yeah, they're 0-2 this year. But both losses were by seven points combined. They had Haven leading Haven last week at halftime. And, um, you know, this is a different team. So it's a tough matchup for Marple. So Marlin got 17. Ball's at the 17, first and 10. Brian Joslin in the shotgun position. Joslin passes out to his left. He has Alden Mathis. Mathis picking up some big yards. Number 11, Marcus Green makes the stop. And not before a huge gain for Marple Newtown. First and 10 Tigers, Steve. Yeah, and the rain does not affect Coach Yicking's offense. You think he's going to run the ball now. He'll still throw it in the air. And um, it's a little spot pass outside. Joslin connects to Alden Mathis. He takes it and uh, picks up the first down. Great job. Gain of 27 from, Matt, from Joslin to Mathis. Here we go, Joslin again. He hands it off to Marlon Weathers. This time they're coming right, right toward us. Marlon dodging one, two, three. Now four tackles. Unbelievable. Stays on his feet. Finally gets knocked down by Lower Marion's Russell Doherty. And Marlon Weathers does a great job with that stutter step and stiff arm. He did it about two or three times on that jet sweep. Lower Marion did a great job coming up, setting the edge on that. And, again, you're going to need a lot of tackles. You need that whole defense to pursue and take down Marlon, and and that's what they did there. Loss of two. Ball's at the 41. It's going to bring up second down and 12 for Marple Newtown. Jocelyn in the shotgun position. Right behind him is Marlon Weathers. Four wide receivers on the field for, t- for the Tigers. To hand off to Weathers up the middle. He gets the block that he needs. Finally brought down by Lower Marion's number four, Jalen Goodman. And then into Lower Marion territory, first down Tigers. Yeah, picks up the first down, so fake jet motion, hand it off right to Marlon Weathers, makes a nice cut outside, and picks up the first down. Tigers are at the Lower Marion 46th. Weathers and the Tigers pick up 13, first and 10, Marple Newtown. Brian Joslin, shotgun position. Same formation, Weathers right behind him and four wide receivers. Mathis goes in motion. Brian Joslin hits Mathis in the flank. He is pushed out of bounds by number 31, Nico Hahn, at the Lower Marion 42-yard line. Steve. It's a good job there by Lower Marion. So two outside plays by Marple Newtown. A jet 
to uh, Marlon Weathers. They stop him, and this time, jet motion with Alden. They send it, throw it out to him on a swing pass, and they do a good job on the opposite side of the field to stop him. So the edge defense for Laura Marion is doing a great job so far. We'll see if Marple Newtown tries to attack inside like they did two plays ago with Marlon. They'll gain a three to the Lower Marion 43, second down and seven for Marple Newtown. Joslin. We have a timeout on the field. Timeout. We're burning them like Andy Reid. Ironically enough, his sons went here. So with ten minutes remaining in the first, second and six coming up on the other side of the, of the timeout, you're listening to Marple Newtown. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory... Back to live action here from Rosemont. Harrington High School, where we're playing Marple Newtown faces Lower Marion... Timeout with 10 minutes in the first quarter. Second and six for the Tigers at the Lower Marion 43. Joslin from the shotgun position. He keeps. He is tackled for a loss by Lower Marion's number 24, Elijah Lane. Elijah Lane came in there right out of a cannon. Comes in, shoots the gap, and takes down Brian Joslin. So they fake the jet. And nothing doing there as Joslin is sacked in the backfield. So third down and about 11 for Marple Newtown. Loss of four. Ball's at the 47-yard line. 944, 943, 942 in the first. Joslin breaks the huddle. He's got Weathers behind him and four wide receivers. He's got three wide receivers to his right. One to his left. Joslin gets the snap, looking, looking, fires downfield. And he has Alden Mathis, but it's thrown beyond him. Defending was Ian Goodman for Lower Marion. He got tripped up a little bit there. Incidental contact, good no call. And Coach Gicking sends out the punt unit. Good call here. Let your defense uh, get on the field. And hopefully a good punt pins pins Lower Marion inside. But Lower Marion on the other side of the ball. You got Matt O'Connor. The quarterback and Jalen Goodman, the Nova commit at wide receiver. So Alden Mathis into punt for Marple Newtown. We have a late substitution running into the line for the Tigers. In punt return positions, number nine, Jaden Helton for the Aces. Mathis gets the snap, punts. There's going to be no return on this punt. It goes out of bounds. The referee's going to chop it in at the 30-yard line. With 9-12 remaining in the first, knotted at zero, no score. 9-12 in the first, Lower Marion will start this drive from their own 30. and So far, so good in deferring to the second half. So, number 12, Matt O'Connor under center. Actually, he's in the pistol for the Aces. 
He takes the snap, fires to his right side, hits number four, Jalen Goodman. A few Tigers in on the tackle there. Andrew Cantwell, one of them. But just a little hitch route. To- Gain- yep, gain of seven on the play to the Marple Newtown 37. Second and three. Correction to the lower Marion 37. Second and three for the Aces. Once again, Matt O'Connor in the shotgun for the Aces. He's got two backs to either side of them. And he hands it off to one of those backs, which is number 20, Deshaun Jemison. Yeah, so shotgun, deuce, backfield. And Kane Tarquini makes the stop for Marple Newtown. Hands it off, a little lead play. Gain of one to the 38, Steve. O'Connor hands it off, a little lead play to the outside. Marple Newtown's defense comes up, makes a good play. Brings up third and two at the 38. Now the quarterback's under center with a running back behind him, and he goes right up the A-gap. They go with the QB sneak there. 45 makes the stop. That's Robbie Riley. And they're going to be short, Jim. Fourth down here. So a little odd. They went the QB sneak. It looks like it was on first down. So it's just set and not all the linemen moved. So a little miscommunication there cost them. And it's going to be fourth down and short. And they're going to keep their offense on the field. Balls up to 39. They need one yard to get first down with 729, 28, 727 remaining in the first. So quite an interesting setup. The quarterback, Matt O'Connor, sets up in a shotgun, but he actually takes it and kicks it, punts it right away. So it's a luxury you have when you have the quarterback also as your punter. And uh, actually a good decision there because if you get stopped there, you get Marple Newtown great field position. So they punt it away and they pin Marple Newtown. So uh, good call there by Lower Marion and their first-year head coach. It was a good punt, punted to the 17, over 40 yards. So Joslin comes out. He's in the shotgun, empty backfield. He's got four wide receivers. Marlon Weathers goes in motion. But Joslin keeps, goes right up the middle. Two tacklers on him. Khalil Jackson, number 57 for the Aces, makes the stop. And Marple Newtown, a little jet dive there, jet keeper, Joslin keeping. We saw a lot of that against Kip the boys. We didn't see it at all last week against Radner. It was very successful for Marple Newtown in that first game. Balls at the 19, gain of two, second and eight for the Tigers. Joslin in the shotgun, Marlon Weathers right behind him. He's got three wide receivers on the field. Penalty marker is down. Encroachment is the call. It's going to be against Lower Marion, so this ball will get advanced five yards. It was a dead ball foul. Ball's at the Marple Newtown 24. Second and three for the Tigers. Thank you for joining us tonight. Jim Allsman, Steve Reynolds, Eric Kelling, and Charlie DePasqua with 6.32 remaining in the first. No score. Joslin gets the snap. 
pitches it back to Marlon Weathers, and Marlon gets the room that he needs to get the first down and more. He is eventually brought down by Lower Marion's number 22, Ardontrell Williams. There you go, that play they ran a lot last week. A little toss to the outside, out of the pistol to Marlon. They take it to the right side towards the Tigers' bench, and Marlon Weathers applies a stiff arm, picks up the first down and more. Great job up front by the O-line. Gain of nine to the Marple Newtown 33 with 611, 6'10, 6'09 in the first. Joslin puts Marlon Weathers in motion, motion and he keeps it himself. Runs up to the left side of his line, but he's hit pretty much right away, maybe gains two, Steve. Yeah, empty set at the halfback, looks like Tommy Tobin up behind the guard there. And you bring Marlon Weathers in motion again that. QB keep off the jet, and Laura Marion does a pretty good job, but Marple Newtown will take three yards there on first down. Jalen Goodman makes the stop for the Aces. Second and seven at the Marple Newtown 36. We have a timeout on the field. And it looks like there's an equipment issue for number the Aces number four. I don't know if he'll have to come off. So, second down and seven. Play will resume at the Marble Newtown 36. Joslin in the shotgun. Weathers behind him. He keeps. And Joslin has some running space. Makes it up to the 50-yard line. Tripped up by number 23, Khalil Devereaux-Williams. Steve. So, Marple Newtown, they go a counter, QB counter off of that that fake um, toss. So, last week we saw a lot of that toss out of the pistol to Weathers. They ran it two plays ago. This time... They fake toss to the left, counter, Q counter back with Jawson. And, man, he can run. We saw Paoletti for three years here and the way he ran. Uh, Jawson's not too far off. Smaller type body uh, body type, but, man, he runs that ball hard. First and ten from the 50. Jawson, empty backfield. Weathers goes in motion, and we have a penalty marker down. Once Weathers went in motion, the entire Lower Marion line moved. The official is pointing toward Lower Marion. It's going to be encroachment. Yep, the the call, encroachment against the defense. This will put it into Lower Marion territory. Ball was on the 50. It'll be placed at the 45-yard line. And it's on the hash mark closest to our sideline. So first down and five after the encroachment. Lower Marion... Shooting themselves in the foot just a little bit here. 442, 441, 440 in the first with no score. First and five at the Lower Marion, 45. Joslin in the shotgun with Weathers behind him. He fakes a pitch to Weathers, and now he hits number 10, Tommy Tobin, to his right. Tommy Tobin, the halfback in there. Jalen Goodman makes the stop. Picks up the yardage to the 40. Gain of five, first and ten Tigers, Steve. So again, we, a lot of film this week that Lower Marion watched was that Radner film where they did that toss uh, multiple times throughout the game. So two times, Marple Newtown runs it with the fake, and this time it was a flat out to Tommy Tobin. Joslin in the shotgun. Puts it into the bas- bread basket of Marlon Weathers, but automatically pulls it away and picks up about six yards, Steve. 
Tobin. Uh, he'll be about second down, about five. So, as you said, Jim, again, that perspective we have tonight, we can really see. And he did put that in. He pulled that last second on the zone read, and he took that himself, picked up five yards. I love it. So, Joslin has three wide receivers to his right. Marlon Weathers is behind him, and he's got all the Mathis to the left. The line for Lower Marion jumps again. Number 39, Elijah Philippe. And if you're a coach, we talked about this last week. Um, you, you can put up with penalties like this, you know, jumping, but not three in one drive. I mean, penalties you hate are personal fouls, stupid penalties. You know, you got a guy jumping here and there. Yeah, you can deal with it. This is the third time on this drive. Unacceptable if you're Lower Marion's offensive line. Now, Elijah Philippe's a sophomore. They just put in Ryan Gillum for the Aces. He's a senior. Makes a little bit more sense just from that standpoint a little bit, maybe a little bit more used to the snap count or, or whatever it is that they're trying to do. So they break the huddle. After the penalty, it's going to be first and ten at the Lower Marion 29. Joslin in the shotgun with Weathers behind him. He's got three receivers to the right, one to the left. Joslin gets the snap. He's looking, looking, fires to his left, and he's got Alden Mathis. And that is caught. He's hit by number five of the Aces, Ian Goodman, but not before a huge gain and a first down for the Tigers. little double pump there. Jocelyn lined up in pistol. A little back shoulder throw. Underthrown a little bit in double coverage, but Alden Mathis finds the ball and hauls it in. Great job by Alden Mathis. Gain of 26, Steve. They're on the three-yard line. First and goal, Marple Newtown. Now, I would anticipate... A big dose of Marlon Weathers here, but who knows? Maybe Pete Carroll snuck into the stadium. Joslin gets the snap, puts it right into Marlon Weathers' stomach. Weathers gets a little bit. He's hit first by Ardontrell Williams. And we're at the one-yard line. Gain of two. And that's a big feat to overcome, trying to stop Marlon Weathers. Full head of steam at the goal line. But good job by Lower Marion to come up and stuff him. Second down and goal for the Tigers. All right. Gain of two. Second and goal. Weathers is behind Joslin. Joslin's in the shotgun. Hands it off to Weathers. And Weathers, no gain. Number 42 for the Aces. John Trainer is the first in on the stop. This is going to bring up third and goal at the one-yard line. Looks like an extra lineman is into the game here. So they go their beef package. Here and uh, yeah, extra lineman comes in and a receiver comes off. So just on, yep. Here we go. A big package here. Hefty boys, right off to Marlon Weathers, and he dives behind the line and he is in. A gain of one. And that is a Tigers touchdown, courtesy of number thirty-four Marlon Weathers, with one minute forty-nine seconds remaining in the first quarter. Steve. Yeah, beef package. They put the extra lineman onto the right unbalanced line. They say, hey, we're coming this way, and that's what they do. One-on-one football right there, and Marlon Weathers goes into the end zone for the first score of the night. Joe Paoletti in to hold a Jimmy O'Brien extra point attempt. Jimmy O'Brien's extra point attempt is good. We have a timeout on the field with 1 minute 49 seconds. Marple Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. 
privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, welcome back. Just before the commercial break, we had a Marble Newtown score, courtesy of Marlon Weathers from one yard out. 149 remaining in the first. Marble Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. Jimmy O'Brien in to kick off. In kickoff return position for the Aces is Jaden Helton, number 9. O'Brien with the kick. It's a nice kick. It's a boomer. It looks like number 23 is going to be underneath it, Khalil Devereaux-Williams. He's hit first by number 22 with the Tigers. That's Jake Simpson. Excellent stop. Good job by Simpson. He's been all over the field in these special teams the first three weeks. Starting corner opposite of Marlon Weathers and Maroon. Uh, But the Tigers out on defense for the second time tonight. They forced a lower Marion punt earlier in the first quarter. So a return from about the 14 brings it out to the 32. They're going to start this drive from their own 32. Matt Connor is in the shotgun. Deshaun Jemison is behind him. And he's looking to pass after the snap. Fires that ball hard. What an excellent catch with a man in his face. It's caught by number five, Ian Goodman. Looks like Tiger on the tackle there was Kane Tarquini. In on the coverage and tackle there. Gain of three, Steve. Second and seven for the Aces. Eric and I saw his dad play when we were in high school. More about that later. Matt Connor gets the snap, but he hands it off to the regular running back for the Aces, Deshaun Jemison, number 20. That stop is courtesy of Robbie Riley for Marple Newtown. It's going to be uh, tackled at the 44. Big third down here. 39, 39. That was only a gain of four. Third and three. We're under a minute with the clock running. 42, 41, 40. Here we go. Matt Connor in the shotgun. He's got three wide receivers to his right, two to his left. Empty backfield. He puts a man in motion. He gets the snap. He's looking, looking. Brings it down and starts to run. And I'm, he runs out of bounds. He was tackled when he was out of bounds. We could clearly see that. There is no flag. So home field advantage is completely out the window. He brings it up to the 50. Good enough for a first down, Steve. Yeah, so trips to the left. Receiver on his lone side, to the right side by himself. He steps back. Looks like, you know, trips to the left. Play's going to go that way. He looks to the right side. Pumps, fakes, makes the defender jump, and he takes it to rest. Good job there by Matt O'Connor, the quarterback. First and 10 at the 50. Matt O'Connor looks like he's going to hand it off, but he doesn't. He throws it to Ian Goodman to his right side, and Goodman breaks a one tackle and is eventually brought down at the Marple Newtown 45. So play action there, reverse pivot by O'Connor, rolls out to the right side, finds a man in the flat, as you said, Jim, and we're going to bring up second down and five. Robbie Riley in on that stop. He had 13 tackles last week. 
along with a pick. So we have a timeout, or looks like a... Uh, uh, my bad. Here we go. I'm not even paying attention. I wish... See, this is where I need Dave. Dave, where are you at? We're at the end of the first quarter. And at the end of the first quarter, Marble Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. This is the Tigers Radio Network at com. Adams Harley-Davidson supports Marple Newtown Tigers football. Adams Harley-Davidson, Media PA, 1011 Baltimore Park. Adams Harley-Davidson, Chad's Ford PA, 1241 Baltimore Park. Adams in Summersville, Pennsylvania, 3255 State Road. Adams in Electric City, Harley-Davidson, Scranton PA, 1534 Scranton Carbondale Highway. Adams Harley-Davidson, Rahway, New Jersey, 12 West Milton Avenue. Demo rides every day. Full events calendar, hours, directions, and contact information. AdamsHD.com. Adams Harley-Davidson. Tiger Pride. Welcome back to live action. Second quarter is about to be underway. Twelve minutes back on the clock for the second quarter. I'm alongside Steve Reynolds and Eric Kelling. Charlie DePasco is with us. I'm Jim Alsman. Start the second quarter, Marple Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. And we are in Marple Newtown territory. The Aces are driving. They're on offense. And so we have a different quarterback with the uh, coming out for the Aces now. Jaden Helton is in shotgun position he's going to get it and he's going to automatically run he gets the block that he needs and he's forced out of bounds no tackler steve that was excellent play there was two men in motion on that That should have been that is that is unacceptable if you're a referee i don't i don't understand how all six referees you cannot have two men in motion there and they gained they picked up a first down on that that has to be blown down and i cannot understand how they let that play run. Now that ball's now at the 35. So that was a pickup of 10. But you know how we know how this goes, Steve. When you have that two teams like this that are inferior in this county, in this league, you're going to get bad referees. That's just as simple as that. So Matt Connor comes out. He pitches, and he pitch, pitches to a player and pitches it back to another player. That other player is Ian Goodman. So it was a reverse, flips it back, and he picks up. Some big yardage, number two, Kevin Marone in on the stop, Steve. And if you're Marple Newtown, you got next play. You can't worry about it. Coaches and players included. Plays over. Referees didn't call it, so it didn't happen. The Tigers got to regain their composure here as Laura Marion just picked up another first down. Back-to-back plays. Another gain of 10 to the Marple Newtown 25. Matt Connors back out. He's got two running backs to his left and his right. He pitches it off for a screen. Hits number 27. Braden Desper. Tackled by Mathis. A little screen there. Good job by Marple Newtown to read that. We have an injury timeout. So we're going to keep it right here for right now. Injury timeout. And, you know, Steve, we see this all the time when <laughs> we have, even even when Marple Newtown was, was, was you know, more, well, I'm not going to say the word better, but we'll say we're more senior but we had the likes of Paoletti, and we uh, had Dash Dolgarian and, and, and uh, Tobin. You know, when we would play a team that was, you know, just historically not as good, you get referee crews that are indicative, commensurate with the talent on the field. That's really how it goes. And it's, it's, a, it's sort of a weird concept that they don't mix and match more because this is a very dangerous game, um, and you would think that that would be, that would be paramount. But, but, but we know it's not. Yeah, I mean, you get what you get, but right there, I mean, that's, 
that's one of the easiest calls in football. You, it's like having seven men on a line of scrimmage. you got to throw the flag. Two men in motion on the same play. I mean, that, anyone can call that out. Second and one at the Marple Newtown 16. Matt O'Connor is in shotgun. He puts a man in motion. So we're going to have a penalty marker down. Now, you know, Steve. That's a phantom call. Right. That <laughs> Coach kicking went out for an injury. Tommy Tobin came off the field. He let the referees have it. Rightfully so. Now, actually, no. Now, we're wrong. That was encroachment of call ah, against Marple okay. Newtown. So maybe they're just doubling down at this point. <laughs> so it's going to be first and 10 for Lower Marion. This ball's at the 11-yard line of Marple Newtown. That gives, Mar- that gives Lower Marion another first down. That's correct. Automatic first down with the yardage. Matt O'Connor in shotgun, and he's got two backs, one to his right, one behind him. He hands it off to Lower Marion's Deshaun Jemison. But he stopped, hit first by Mathis. Boy, Mathis is really everywhere, Steve. Even last week, he can just get to the no- his nose to the ball. It's unbelievable. And Mathis, he's playing with an extra chip on his shoulder after last week. He didn't have his best game, uh, but... Coming in tonight, a big catch, setting up a Marlon Weathers touchdown. He's been all over the field on defense, as you, as you said, Jim. Gain of two, second and eight for the Aces. So Matt O'Connor has an empty backfield, and he's got three wide receivers to his right, two to his left. This is definitely going to, obviously going to be a pass. O'Connor's looking, scrambling, looking to his right, fires into the end zone. He had Jaden Helton wide open. Put the ball in front of him, and let's. I, I got to be honest. Helton's got to pull that in because it was just an excellent run play and throw by Matt O'Connor. Yeah, Helton. You know that was right where he could catch it. O'Connor rolled out to the right on the run, let his receiver Helton, and he just couldn't haul it in. I mean, it is wet out there. Yep. Uh, so it just kind of went right through his hands. But going to bring up third down and eight for the Aces. Ball's at the nine. Rain slowing up just a tad. O'Connor in shotgun. He's got two backs. Hands it off. Now, to his defense, the running back, number 27, Brendan Desper, once he got the ball, he tripped immediately. A.J. Katrakatsis in on the stop. Yeah, good blitz there. Good call by defensive coordinator Zach Young. Sent in A.J. Katrakatsis, the senior linebacker. And he read that play all the way. And it's going to be a loss of four. Fourth down and 12. For the Aces, they keep their offense here on the field. 9-15, 9-14, 9-13 in the second. Lower Marion's driving. Matt O'Connor in shotgun position. Gets the snap. He's looking, looking. Fires over the middle. He had number four, Jalen Goodman, in the middle of the field. That ball was thrown behind him, and he had two Tigers on him. Good job by Fotis Katopoulos coming in, putting pressure on O'Connor as he throws the ball in the middle of the field. A little short hop and incomplete. Tigers take over, turnover on downs. With 9.05 in the second. And I can't fault the coach for going for it there because, folks, this is high school. And, you know, we don't have David Akers on either sideline. It just doesn't happen. So, first and 10 for for Marble Newtown. From their own 13, Joslin is in shotgun. He's got a different wide receiver to his right. He gets the snap, throws it to his left, looking for Autumn Mathis. And Mathis 
didn't even have his eye on the ball. He was running, turned around, the ball was already on the ground. And that miscommunication there, Coach Chicken is asking Mathis what happened there, but Mathis was running like a post. Should have been a a hitch or a curl where Joslin put the ball. Luckily, that wasn't a pick six because he did float it out yeah. there. And it's right on our sideline. Brett Showman was the running back who was back there with Joslin. Marper Newtown's opponent next week, Garner Valley, down 7-6 to six in the third quarter to Haverford. Showman is in the backfield with Joslin. Marlon Weathers is a receiver. So Brian Joslin gets the snap, fires to his left, and hits Alden Mathis in the flank. He's brought down immediately by the Aces' Khalil Devereaux-Williams. A little spot pass there to Mathis, but met immediately by the lower Marion defender. Loss of one, third down and 11. Marple Newtown pinned back in their own territory. 8.28, as the clock continues to tick. Marple Newtown breaks the huddle with third and 11 from their 12. Joslin has Marlon Weathers behind him and three rod receivers to his right, one to his left. Gets the snap. It's a high snap, but he's running, scrambling, and he's looking over the middle of the field. Intended for all to Mathis and picked off by the Aces, number four, Jalen Goodman. So he had Mathis, just couldn't get enough under it there. Looked like as the other safety, as the safety came in and picked it off. Um, so, you know. and, and with this rain, that, that ball just died a little bit at the end, and it really fell in front, well in front of Mathis to the uh, Marple Newtown 40. And essentially, it is a punt, not the greatest punt, but an interception uh, it does come on third down and long. So 8-0-1 in the second. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 40 after the interception. Maybe about a one-yard return. Matt O'Connor is in the backfield in the shotgun position. He fakes the handoff and throws it out to his right in the flank to number five, Ian Goodman. Number 56 makes the stop, Fotis Katopoulos. That was a gain of four. Now we have a penalty marker down. Penalty marker is down at the Marple Newtown 38. They're pointing toward Lower Marion. And maybe we have a phantom call, but who knows. So we're just seeing the referee confer with A.J. Katrakatsis on the defense and Mathis, along with Marlon Weathers. They're out there. They're signaling that this, is, this penalty is against Lower Marion. So there had to be some type of... Okay, here comes the call. It's either a hold or... Or legal use of hands or a block to the back. Now, the only reason, I, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, the referee is facing away from us. We still have first down, so it's still first down. Ball's now spotted all the way at the Marple Newtown 48 after the penalty. So Matt O'Connor gets the snap, fakes the handoff, fires out to his right, he was looking for Ian Goodman. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage, Steve. Yeah, Andrew Cantwell 
tips it, falls incomplete, but Marp Newtown sent a double A-gap blitz there with Tobin and Kotrakotis. Put some pressure on O'Connor, but really, Lower Marion's offensive line did do a good job of picking that blitz up, but Cantwell was in there on the play. Great job by him. Second down and 18. Second down and 18 at the Marple Newtown 48. It's getting loud. Plays right in front of a 7.45 on the clock in the second. Matt O'Connor in the shotgun. Gets the snap. Looking over the middle. He nearly had that intercepted by Marple Newtown's number 45, Robbie Riley. Yeah, two guys right there. One guy right with the receiver, and Riley stepped in front of that one. That was intended for number four, Jalen Goodman. Wow. That was like a high-low, and Robbie Riley, unbelievable to be able to stay with that and get up. Magnificent play. I can't wait to see that defensive play on tape. Matt O'Connor, once again, at the Marble Newtown 48. He's in shotgun position. Behind him is Deshaun Jemison. He's got three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. He's looking, scrambling, looking downfield, throws to his right. It's intercepted. Ball is intercepted by number 14. Fumbled. Intercepted by Marple Newtown, Seth Moyer, and fumbled immediately. So Moyer intercepted, fumbled, and it was recovered by Lower Marion's Matt O'Connor, it looks like. Now, Jim, if they call this a change of possession, that should be an automatic first down. That is correct. This is an automatic first down. It is a change of possession, and it is an automatic first down. That is the correct call. Unbelievably, it is the correct call. (laughs) Yeah, and because that was third third and 18, and the ball was picked off. Great, great play, a tip, and a great play by um, um, blank on Seth Moyer, and, but he he does get mangled there, and the ball just flies in the air. But yeah, it becomes. Oh, oh, but now they're not change. Are they going to change the sticks? Yeah. Now see, see the the. Okay, so now right, see the, the guy on the the the, 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 uh, the guys holding the sticks, which are referees. Had no idea. Now this is what I'm talking about. And these guys are actually wearing referee uniforms. I guess maybe it's Halloween early. They, they ask him to change it to first down. Now it's first down. So Matt O'Connor goes under center. He hands the ball off to Lower Marion's on Ardontrell Williams. And he is tackled by Norfolk Newtown's number 60. And that is Johnny Ebert. Yeah, so I formation. A little power to the left. Marple Newtown's a good job of stopping the Aces running back, Williams. And looks like no gain, second down and 10 for the Aces. Yep. So, O'Connor, empty backfield and a shotgun. He's got three wide receivers right, two to his left. He's looking to his left, looking, looking. He was intending passed to Marcus Green and number 10. Excuse me, number one defending Andrew Cantwell, Steve. And Cantwell, we talk about all the maths. We talked about Carmen Christiana in the past. Watch out for Andrew Cantwell. He is a junior, but, uh, you know, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with this year and next year in that defensive backfield. Third and ten at the Marple Newtown 38 with 6.45 in the second quarter. Marple Newtown seven, Lower Marion zero. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. He's got one running back behind him, and he throws off to his right. It is blocked. Once again, Steve, Andrew Cantwell swatting that ball down. Matt O'Connor was looking for number nine, Jaden Helton, but that ball was swatted and pushed out of bounds. He's a, he's a ball hawk. He makes 
great plays, great breaks on the ball. We saw that pick six against Kip the Boys game one. Um, but he anticipates that throw and does such a great job. But he doesn't hurt himself. He doesn't jump routes too early. He jumps them right at, this, right at the right time. And, uh, man, he is all over the field. And now it's going to be fourth down and ten for the Aces. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. Deshaun Jemison behind him, but it's a punt, just like the last time. He gets that ball from the shotgun position, and he punts it. This is going to be down by Lower Marion's number 11, Marcus Green. No return. Ball's at the six-yard line. With 6.29 remaining in the first half. So we'll keep it right here. Now, when Eric and I, Eric Kelly and I were in high school, we got to see Art Tarquini play for Marple Newtown, the father of Kane. And uh, it's fun to say his name. He was, His father was a, was a bruiser back. I mean, this guy... He imposed his will on many a Central League team when, in the early 90s. So uh, it's nice to see his son uh, follow, trying to follow in his father's footsteps. So Brian Joslin is out for the Tigers. He's got Marlon Weathers behind him. He gets a snap, hands off to Weathers, and Weathers running to his left. He's got some space. He's got some room. He's got one man to beat. Now a second man, and he's forced out of bounds by Lower Marion's number four, Jalen Goodman. Not before. Big yardage. He started at the six. This ball... He's run out of bounds to his left side at the 24-yard line. Excellent run, Steve. Great run there by Marlon Weathers. Follows his blocks again. He does has such a nice jump cut and stutter step. I mean, he makes guys miss left and right. That time, three guys missed. As he bounced it to the outside and picked up a big first down and got the Tigers away from the back of their end zone. Gain of 18, Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. Weathers gets it again up the middle. He's tackled. By number 33, Russell Doherty. Tigers run a counter off the jet. Give it to Weathers. Picks up a good chunk there. About five yards on first down. Excellent. Gain of five to the Marple Newtown 29. Second and five for the Tigers. Mathis coming off the sideline, bringing in the play. For the Tigers, Joslin breaks the huddle. He'll be in shotgun position once again with Weathers behind him. One wide receiver to his left, two to his right. Joslin fakes the pitch and runs right up the middle. Gets past one man and eventually brought down by Lower Marion's number 11, Marcus Green, but not before. A huge gain and a Marple Newtown first down. So, again, Lower Marion watched the film against Radner. Marple Newtown ran that pitch out, pistol to Marlon Weathers numerous times, 10, 15 times throughout that game. They were keen on that. The Tigers ran it once today. Now they're running counters off it. You saw a pass off it, and the second time a cute counter off it. Good gain job of, there. Gain of 13. Joslin in the shotgun with Weathers behind him. Joslin has put, he puts Alden Mathis in motion. The snap is high, and Joslin recovers it. Lower Marion plays, players just jumping on top of him, which should be a penalty, but again, this crew is incompetent because... When you fall on top of a player that's already on the ground, it, it doesn't count as a tackle. Once once that player's down and he's recovered the fumble, that play is dead. Anyway. And it's a, you got to protect the quarterback. Nonetheless, though, high snap. Joslin, young quarterback, only a sophomore, does a good job just falling on it. You see some guys trying to pick it up. He falls on it, and you just live to play another down. Rain is still coming down. It's, uh, it's letting up little by little by little, but that was a loss of eight after the botched snap and fumble and recovery. Second and 18. At the 34, Joslin in the shotgun. 
He gets the snap, puts a man in motion, fakes the handoff. He looks for Mathis. He directs Mathis the other way, but that ball sails out of bounds. Defending is number 23, Khalil Devereaux-Williams. So, fake jet motion. Looks like it was supposed to be a double move by Mathis, but he stays with the curl route. And then on the third pump fake by Joslin, as he tried to pump fake it the second time to, to get Mathis out on his route to finish his route, um, didn't happen until the third pump fake, and he just throws it out of bounds. So, again, a little miscommunication there by the Tigers, receiver and quarterback. Third and 18 after the incomplete pass at the 34 of Marple Newtown. Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. Puts Weathers in motion, flanking out on a wheel route. He hits all to Mathis to his left. Mathis makes it all the way up to the Marple Newtown 44. He's brought down by number four, Jalen Goodman. And Quick T-screen motion to the right. They come back with a hammer screen to the left to Mathis. Usually a home run play for the Tigers, but... Laura Marion was there to stop him, bring up fourth down, and Coach Jicking sends a punting unit out on the field. Gain of 10 on that passing catch to the 44. All to Mathis in the punt. Punt return position for Lower Marion's number nine, Jaden Helton. That's a nice punt. Booming. Almost a little too hard. Helton from the nine. He's running all the way up to the left sideline, the Lower, Mary, Lower, Lower Marion sideline. He's knocked out of bounds by Marple Newtown's Tommy Tobin. Nice return there. Great punt, as you said, by Mathis. Spiral punt. It was kind of a line drive, so allowed a return there. And uh, good return by Lower Marion. Is that set him up with pretty decent field position with 339 here before the half. So that ball spotted on the 41. Lower Marion will start this drive. First and 10 from their own 41. Matt O'Connor will go under center. He's got Deshaun Jemison behind him. Two wide receivers. O'Connor gets the ball, fires it. A long pass down the middle of the field intended for Jaden Helton. And in the area, defending, bats the ball down, nearly intercepted. Once again, the Division One baseball recruit, Alden Mathis. Yeah, he comes in, undercuts the route there. Couldn't haul it in. And uh, second down and 10. So after the incomplete pass, ball is at the 41-yard line of Lower Marion, second and 10. Mathis is definitely something special to watch. As you said, he reminds me a lot of Carmen Christiana. He can hit. Such a special athlete. Second and 10. Matt O'Connor goes under center for Lower Marion. He fakes the handoff. Play action. And he is sacked in the backfield and a fumble. A strip sack, a fumble by number 53 of Marple Newtown. That's Liam Ferry. Liam Ferry, what a great kid, comes in. And he's been getting some pressure tonight. He did in a few other possessions earlier. But he does a great job there. It looked like a double handoff. Um, or, I'm sorry, a fake counter. Uh, and then we're going to go to the play action there. But it kind of miscommunication. He ran into another player. O'Connor did the lower marrying quarterback. And Liam Ferry was there to meet him and drive him into the ground as he lost the ball and recovered. There's no better playing football, I might be biased, than a strip, sack, fumble, and recovery. Well, I'll tell you what. After February 4th, I will easily agree with you on that, having had that play happen right in front of me, Steve. But I won't brag about my Super Bowl trip anymore. <laughs> Joslin in with 326 in the first half. 
at the lower Marion 26. He's in the shotgun and puts Weathers in motion, fakes the handoff. Oh, and we, we basically saw almost the same play, except for the fact Joslin is in shotgun. And that's just a free rusher off the edge. Number 22 for Lower Marion comes in, Ardontrell Williams. And he's been, he's been, we've been calling his name a couple times tonight. Yeah. He's an athlete. He's a running back for them. Comes off the edge there, untouched, very dangerous. Luckily, Johnson, you know, doesn't fumble, but also luckily he gets right back up on his feet. So. Joslin is able to hold on to it after the eight-yard loss, second and eighteen at their own at the Lower Marion thirty-four. Joslin gets the snap, puts the ball, hands it off right to Marlon Weathers, and Marlon Weathers hit first by number fifty-seven, Khalil Jackson. So Weathers they get get back on the ground to him. Jackson comes up, makes a nice play on him. So third down and long, most likely four-down territory. For the Tigers here with 2.20 and counting left in the first half. Gain of three to the Lower Marion 31. Third and 15 with 2.13, 2.12, remaining in the first half. Marple Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. This field position courtesy of a Liam Ferry. Strip sack and fumble recovery. What an excellent play so far. Biggest play of the game now. As we're waiting for action on the field, we have a timeout. Marple Newtown calls timeout. Timeout on the field with one minute, 54 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Marple Newtown leading 7 nothing. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network. And Marple Newtown. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rosemont, Pennsylvania, on the campus of Harrington High School as Marple Newtown's visiting Lower Marion. They lead 7-0 with 1 minute and 54 seconds remaining in the first half. Marple Newtown is driving. They're in Lower Marion territory. Ball spotted at the Lower Marion 31, but it's third and 15, third and long. Steve, what do you think that Coach Kicking is dialing up for this one? Well, again, where the ball is, four down territory, because uh, you're not punting it here. Look for a screen here. Um, you don't need all 15 yards necessarily, although you like it and try to avoid fourth down conversion. But uh, look for a screen here, whether it's a hammer screen or a slip screen to Marlon Weathers. So here we go. Joslin, empty backfield, puts Weathers in motion. He's got three brown receivers to his right, two to his left. Joslin gets the snap looking over the middle. That was intended for number two, Kevin Marone. Ball sailed out of the end zone. Number 22 for the Aces are Dontrell Williams defending. Yeah, empty set there. Five wide. They go down the seam to Marone and just overshot him, Joslin did. So fourth down and 15. Clock has stopped at a minute 49 here in the first half. And the uh, playbook's open. Look for another five-wide set here by Coach Kicking's offense. Fourth and 15 at the Lower Marion, 31. So Alden Mathis, along with Tyler Lynch, check in for the Tigers. Joslin in the backfield, shotgun. 
Behind him is Marlon Weathers. He's got one wide receiver to his left, three to his right. In trips. Joslin gets a snap, looking, looking, avoids a sack. But then he's eventually brought down in the backfield by Lower Marion's number 33, Russell Doherty. And just great. And that's what you call a coverage sack. You know, five wide out, nowhere to throw the ball. Joslin didn't want to force it. And I think in that situation, you can force it since it's fourth and 15. Just try to throw it up and let your playmakers make a play. Um, but, again, smart player, doesn't want to force it, and uh, defensive line finally came out. Offensive line couldn't couldn't hold their blocks any longer. And Joslin is brought down, so defense back on the field for Marple Newtown. So, turnover on downs with 1 minute 43 seconds remaining in the first half. Marple Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. Ball is at the Lower Marion 39-yard line. Matt O'Connor is in shotgun. And he has Deshaun Jemison behind him. He gets the snap and fires out to his right. He was looking for Jaden Helton, but that ball falls incomplete. Marlon Weathers defending for the Tigers. Yeah, Marlon Weathers in on the coverage there. Second down and 10. And Lower Marion trying to get something going here before the half. Now they will receive to start the second half. And only a seven-point game. You don't want to make any mistakes here if you're Lower Marion. Matt O'Connor in shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. Two wide receivers to his left, two to his right. The snap is low on the ground. He's hit immediately. He was trying to get the ball out to the right flank to Ian Goodman, but he was destroyed in the backfield. Now we have a penalty marker, and I'm afraid this might be against Marple Newtown's defense. Now... I did see everything. I'll wait for the call to be made. The Lower Marion's line was coming right up as if nothing happened. Personal foul called against Marple Newtown. So the ball now is spotted at the 39. It's going to be advanced 15 yards. That'll be into Marple Newtown territory. Now what happened was the Lower Marion guy was laying on top of a Marple guy trying to dig his head into the ground. A Marple player, Katrakasi, came to pull him off. Right? You're trying to help out your teammate, but at the same time, refs are going to see that. They're going to see that, and it costs your team. You can't do that, although Katrakasi is you know, a leader on this team, a senior, trying to help out his teammate. But once they see you remove someone off a pile, they're going to throw that automatically. So the ball's at the 46, first and 10, automatic. Marple Newtown territory, Matt. O'Connor in shotgun. He gets the snap. He's looking, looking to his left. He immediately fires out to his left. He's got number 11 who falls out of bounds, Marcus Green. Green picks up seven yards to the 39-yard line. They're going to spot the ball immediately. Matt O'Connor in shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. Jemison blocks so he can fire over the middle. O'Connor's pass intended for Jalen Goodman, but that falls incomplete. Bring up third down. And three, four, lower Marion. Again, 125 remaining. Down by seven. They're trying to get something going here. They do have the option to receive for the second half. So Marple Newtown's defense really does have to come off the field here with that shutout. Matt O'Connor in shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. Three wide receivers right, one to his left. He's firing off to his left. He's pushed out of bounds by Kevin Marone. Marcus Green makes the reception. 
And so the clock is stopped with 121. Lower Marion's driving. That's a first down. Ball spotted at the 30-yard line. Gain of nine. First and ten aces. They're in a hurry up. They got one wide receiver left, three right. Running back is behind, and he fakes the the handoff after the snap, punches it out immediately, throws it to Jaden Helton, but Helton tripped up by the 30-yard line. That ball will be down at about the 29 they're going to mark it. So that's a gain of one on that passing catch, Steve. Yeah, and it looks like Lower Marion's going to call timeout here, and Marpadoo Town, minute 10 left in this half. Again, they, they have to buckle down here and try to make a stop. And, Steve, it, the, the field here looks great tonight, but if you have a landscaping need, hardscaping maintenance, planning and lawn care services, email Marble Newtown graduate Dean Ardell at ardell05 at yahoo.com. Dean provides lawn care services to Chester and Delaware counties. So they're going to break the timeout here, and, and people listening to this game tonight, they're going to say, Marpa Newtown's only up 7 nothing. Wow, they must be really down. That's not – I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you got to watch the film to know. This lower Marion team is a lot different this year. A lot of seniors, and this quarterback, O'Connor, can play. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. Deshaun Jemison behind him. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Gets the snap, looking, looking. He's going to take it himself and run. Just as he's getting tackled, he throws to Jalen Goodman, number four, but that is ruled incomplete. So some pressure, some nice pressure dialed up. And Lower Marion getting away with a blatant hold. Again, I love being on the field here. You see everything, things that you can't see from up top. Um, yeah, the refs and, are struggling, boy. It's almost, it's almost as if last night they were on an all-night bender. <laughs> Brings up. Third down at the Marple Newtown 29, Matt O'Connor in shotgun. Two wide receivers left, two right. He gets the snap, fires, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by Seth Moyer. But that's going to come right back, Jim, as a Marple defender just put his helmet right unnecessarily into O'Connor. And defense going to right, go back right on the field, and Lower Marion's going to get 15 yards on this. So Marple Newtown again hurting themselves. So Seth Moyer robbed of an INT. He got that pick at about the 10, returned it, or maybe five, six yards. Really tough from this vantage point. We're at about the opposing team's 45-yard line, so it's hard for us to see down that corner. Here's the call. Personal foul. That's called against Marple Newtown at the Tigers' 36-yard line. So Seth Moore with his second pick of the game, but negated, as you said, Jim, by a personal foul roughing the passer on the Tigers. So this should be marked off the 21. Again, penalties you cannot have if you're the Tigers. Shoot you right in the foot. Boy, I'll tell you, this crew, you know they're brutal. They, they, they do not know where to spot this. So they're going to spot, they're going to mark it off from the 30. That means it'll be at it'll so, be at the fifteen. So they're marking off where it happened, right? That pass play and iron interception doesn't count. 
doesn't show up in the stat book as an attempt or a pass or an interception. So, regardless, first and ten for Lower Marion at the Marble Newtown 15. O'Connor in the shotgun. Deshaun Jemison behind him. And he gets a snap. He's looking, looking. Intended for the running back, Jemison. Nearly picked off by Marple Newtown's Tommy Tobin and A.J. Kotrakatsis. Yeah, both in the vicinity there, which kind of hurt them. They kind of ran into each other. But, again, Marple Newtown do a, does a good job of getting their hands on it. So, 50 seconds remaining in the first half with second and 10 at the Marple Newtown 15. A score here for Lower Mary would be huge because Marble Newtown gets the ball back at the end of the half, at the start of the second half. Matt O'Connor in shotgun position. Fakes the handoff. He's looking, looking, and he is sacked. A.J. Katrakatsis in the backfield is joined along with number 60 for the Tigers, Johnny Ebert. And a timeout is immediately called by the Aces with 42 seconds remaining in the first half. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations. Connor was able to escape the pocket and deliver a nice ball. Just couldn't haul it in by Goodman. So fourth down. Tigers be very fortunate to come out of this half with that seven-point lead with the mistakes that they've had in this first half. All right, so we may have had some dead air in that last play. That was an incomplete pass. Brings up fourth down at the Marple Newtown 20-yard line, fourth and 15. With 37 seconds remaining, Lower Marion driving. Matt O'Connor for the Aces gets the pit, gets the snap. He is sacked. Ball is fumbled and recovered. I think Liam Ferry recovers it. Either way, it's a turnover on downs. I don't know if a beanbag came out. So on our stat sheet, we're just going to call it a turnover on downs. Maybe they were saying that the quarterback was down. Yeah, not sure. but So Liam Ferry with the sack. He almost had his second strip sack. Ball's at the 21 with 30 seconds remaining in the first half. Joslin comes out with his offense. He's got Weathers behind him. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. He gets the snap, hands it off to Weathers, who tries to go up the middle. But he's met immediately. And the Tigers... John Trainer from number 42. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, the Tigers are just going to run this ball out, run the clock out here in the first half, but Lower Marion's going to decide to call a timeout. 
Shell Farber here for Farber and Farber Law Offices, your hometown law firm located across from the Broomall Post Office. As a Marple Newtown Class of 74 graduate, I know the importance of service to our clients. We can help you navigate your personal injury, work injury, disability, or employment legal issues. We get results helping you understand the process. Call us at no charge, 610-356-3900, 610-356-3900, and see how we can help you. Back to live action here in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, on the campus of Harrington High School. 23 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown was able to force a turnover on downs. A second Liam Ferry sack nearly recovers a fumble. Either way, on the first play of the Marple Newtown, this last drive for the Tigers, Weathers gets the handoff, doesn't gain much. Maybe one yard to the 22-yard line. So we're at second down. Uh, I guess no game. Second down and 10. My apologies, folks. Second down and 10. Joslin gets the snap, pitches it back to Weathers to his right. And Weathers is tripped up. Helmet comes flying off. So someone's going to go in for Marlon Weathers. Clock will stop at 14 seconds for the equipment issue. It looks like, correction, Marple Newtown will call a timeout. We're going to keep it right here. We're going to keep it right and, here. We won't go to commercial. And I think Coach Jack and he's just trying to run the play and get the uh, – try to run the play and run the clock. Out. But Marlon Weathers was able to pick up a lot of yards on that one. So Coach Jack calls the timeout, see if he can get anything going here. Yep. So 7 nothing. 14 seconds remaining. Ball is now after the Weathers run at the 34, so he picked up 13. Weathers, so far in the first half, has 11 carries, 62 yards, one rushing touchdown. Not too bad. On this uh, tough night, you'd, you'd think that maybe he'd have a little bit more touches with the rain. But in all honesty, we've seen from the last two weeks that these teams have completely keyed in on Marlon Weathers, and they are going to take that run game away from Marple Newtown. And we're going to see that all year, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, you have a young quarterback. They know that. They know Paoletti graduated. So they know 34 is back this year, formerly number five, but the old Delco running back. They know the offense is going to run through him. So keen on him. You shut him down, you got to make a sophomore quarterback beat you. So that's what teams are doing, and they've been doing a pretty good job. But Marlon, Marlon is getting his own. So we're still, after that last play, pick up a 13, ball at the Marple Newtown 34, first and 10, 14 seconds, 14.7 remaining in the second quarter. Joslin in shotgun. Passes out to his right. That's intended for Kevin Marone, but it just drops onto the turf. Yeah, a little... Trips left there, bubble left, um, inside man the slot on the bubble route, but ball gets away from Joslin and falls incomplete. So, second down after the incomplete pass at the Marple Newtown 34. Both offenses struggle to get into some type of rhythm. 
11 seconds now remaining in the first half. Second and 10, Joslin in shotgun. He's got three wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Throws immediately to his right. He's got Kevin Marone flanked. And he's going to run out of bounds, forced out of bounds by Lower Marion's number four, Jalen Goodman. Forced out of bounds at the 43. Clock stops, four seconds remaining. So, again, they're just trying to set up something and maybe you know, five wide, all nine routes with our fly patterns. And just trying to launch that towards the end zone. We'll have one more play to do so. The correction on that last play. Joslin threw to his left. Nevertheless, third and one after a gain of nine. Ball's at the Marple Newtown 43. Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. Throws immediately to Alden Mathis. Steps out of bounds with .5. And again, another spot pass outside. Again, just trying to inch closer. And they're right about the 48-yard line. Right. 47-yard line. Fantasy stats right here. So, ball is at the Marple Newtown 47. So, Joslin, 7 for 13 with 57 yards. He does have one pick. Mathis has five catches, 43 yards. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 47. This will be the last play because there's actually no time left on the clock. Ridiculous. Joslin gets the snap, hands it off to Marlon Weathers. Weathers down the left sideline, but he's eventually forced out of bounds in Lower Marion territory by Jalen Goodman. That was the only tackler remaining. Other than that, that would have been a walk-off first-half touchdown, but it's not. Doesn't matter. Ball's going to be spotted at the end of the run. Looks like at the 36-yard line. 35-yard line. Nevertheless, at the end of one half of play here in Rosemont at Harrington High School, on the, is the, the rain, it looks like it stopped. Marple Newtown 7, Harrington, excuse me, Lower Marion 0. We're going to play some halftime commercials. As you know the drill, pay some bills. We're going to be back in about 15 minutes or so to start the second half. Once again, I'm Jim Osmond alongside Steve Reynolds, Charlie DePasco, and Eric Kelling. This is the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Larry O'Connor, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Welcome back to Rosemont, Pennsylvania. Jim Osmond alongside Steve Reynolds. Eric Kelling is at the controls. And Charlie DePasqua providing you with all the social media coverage. A little bit different of a crew tonight due to our postponement from last night. Dave DePasqua has the night off, as does Larry O'Connor. We welcome you back. We appreciate you listening in this evening. After one half of play... Marple Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. And Steve, both teams have really found found it difficult to get into any type of rhythm. Yeah, I mean, 7 nothing game. You expect it in the rain, but, I mean, it's clear now. I mean, the field's a little wet, but offensively for both teams, they've moved the ball, but they really couldn't capitalize 
whether it was good field position or right off a turnover. Defenses have shown up tonight, but again, a lot of mistakes on both sides. Again, we can't preach it up. Marple Newtown has to clean up the mistakes, okay? And, and, and they'll be on the winning end of this game if they can do so. But as you always hear, most important possession of a game is that first drive of the second half. Lower Marion has an opportunity to put some points on the board here and make this, make this a tie ball game. So, as we noted at the beginning of the game, Lower Marion elected to defer to the second half. And Jimmy O'Brien will kick off. O'Brien's kick going to be returned from the 16-yard line. Number 22, Ardontrell Williams on the return. A nice return into Marple Newtown territory. Seth Moyer, number 14, knocks him out of bounds. But not before a very nice return. He started that in the 16-yard line, Steve. Wow, great return by Williams. We talked about him in the first half. All over the field, defensively and on the offensive side of the ball, but now on special teams. Great return. Way to set the tone to open up the second half. Let's see if O'Connor and this offense can capitalize and score some points. 50-yard return to the Marple Newtown 34. Magnificent. He got that ball, and he hit some speed. Number nine, Jaden Helton, is in for quarterback for the Aces. He gets the snap, runs it right up the middle. Misses one one tackle he avoids, but he's eventually brought down by number 60 of the Tigers. That's Johnny Ebert. Sometimes they'll do that. They'll flank out number 12, O'Connor, and bring in another quarterback. They're kind of like a wildcat offense. Picked up a few yards, six yards there on first down. So the ball's at the 28-yard line. That's a gain of six yards. Second and four for the Aces. And Jaden Helton is still out there. He is in the shotgun. He gets the snap. It's a low snap. He bobbles it, but he gets it, and he's off and running. Hitting to the outside. He's going to be forced out of bounds by Marlon Weathers, but picks up the first down for the Aces. Yeah, Helton, we saw him drop a pass in the end zone by O'Connor earlier, but again, kind of this wildcat formation. If you're the Tigers with Helton with the ball, it's most likely a run, whether it's by him or he's handing it off. But it's interesting to see if he can throw it as well. And they're going to go back to this formation again, Jim. Jaden Helton in shotgun. He's got Deshaun Jemison behind him. He's two wide receivers to his right. Puts one in motion. Looks like he fakes the handoff, but he does hand it off to Lower Marion's number four, Jalen Goodman. He's pushed by the bounds on the far sideline. So Jet this time. Little Jet Reed. Helton Hands it off to the running back there. Jalen Goodman, the Villanova commit receiver and safety. And uh, now they're first down in goal. So what a drive so far for Lower Marin after an excellent kickoff return. 13-yard gain, first and goal. Ball's at the 10-yard line. Jaden Helton is in the shotgun with Deshaun Jemison to behind and puts a man in motion. He's got two wide receivers left, one to his right. But Helton's going to take the snap, and he's going to be tackled for a loss, drugged down by Andrew Cantwell. Cantwell comes up, does a great job there from a safety position, and just rips down Helton. Nothing doing this time. A QB sweep to the left side, and Helton couldn't find the edge. 
And uh, good job by Marple Newtown to bring them back. Loss of seven yards there. Loss of seven. Second and 17, 10-22, 10-21, 10-20 in the third quarter. 7-0 Marple Newtown. Jaden Helton in the shotgun. Deshaun Jemison behind him. Two wide receivers to his left and right. Puts a man in motion. The handoff is to Aces number four, Jalen Goodman. But another nice gain. He's eventually brought down by Alden Mathis. And Goodman looked like he was going to be stopped before that by Marone. But unable to bring him down, and Goodman does a good job there. Several Tigers slow to get up. Looks like we have a timeout on the field, an injury timeout with 9 minutes, 50 seconds remaining. Marble Newtown 7, Lower Marion 0. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network. Last year, we opened up the MN football season in sunny Florida at the happiest place on earth. Well, it's time for you to go back. Castle Vacations by Robert provides you Disney travel, cruises, honeymoons, family vacations, and more. MN alum Rob Memory, a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge with a master's degree from Royal Caribbean University, will plan your most extravagant trip yet. Rob specializes in Disney travel and Royal Caribbean cruises, but can also set up your next getaway anywhere in the world. Contact Rob to book your next trip at 610-324-8960 and visit him on the web at memorydisneyblog.com. Again, MemoryDisneyBlog.com. Mention this ad to Rob and automatically get entered to win a $100 Visa gift card. Back to live action here at Harrison High School, Rosemont, Pennsylvania. So we had an injury on the field. That's been cleared. Last play, gain of 12. It's going to be third and goal at the Marple Newtown 5. Lower Marion knocking on the door, looking to tie this up with an obviously successful extra point attempt. Nevertheless, third and five. 9.50 remaining in the third. Lower Marion on Marple Newtown's five. Need a big stop here to force a fourth down. Helton is still in shotgun position. Quarterback puts a man in motion. He gets the snap. Runs right up the middle. Actually, two is right. Gains five and a Lower Marion touchdown, Steve. And Marple Newtown was on that sled that entire possession. And that's what happens. I mean, you bring in a different formation. You bring Helton in as quarterback. O'Connor flanks out to the right or left as receiver. And they just went right down the field. And it was set up by an excellent 50-yard kickoff return. And just like that, this is a one-point game pending the extra point. We do have another injury timeout on the field in the end zone, so we'll step aside briefly. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network. Purchasing or selling a home or commercial property? Refinancing your mortgage? Whether a for sale by owner or need of an agent, call 610-353-4755 and ask for Michael Molinero at Homestead or stop by our office located at 2327 Westchester Pike in Broomall, Pennsylvania. Your one-stop real estate shop. Here we are back to live action in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, on the campus of Harrington High School. Stoppage of play for injury. We have an in. We have a extra point attempt coming up for the Aces. It's seven-six Marple Newtown with nine forty-one in the third. We do have an extra point pending after the touchdown. Jaden Helton punches it in for the Aces. 
in to attempt the point after touchdown is going to be Elijah Lane. Out of a Matt Connor hold, excuse me, Matt O'Connor hold. We heard his name a lot in the first half. But number nine, Jaden Helton has come in to replace him, run some of a wildcat offense, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that because after a magnificent return, they pushed the Marble Newtown defense all the way down the field. So here we go. Here's Elijah Lane's extra point attempt coming up. Ball is snapped, put down, kick. It's blocked. It's blocked. Number 22 comes in on the block. Jacob Simpson. Boy, he's having a game, Steve. Great job. Special teams hero right there, Simpson. On kickoff and right there, comes through the line and gets a block. And that's so important, the way you respond after a touchdown. you got to get that point. That's a good job by that special teams unit, field goal block team. And 7-6, to six, the Tigers hold that one-point lead, Jim. Yeah, I remember a coach that you and I know knew. They'd always talk about the importance of getting the seventh point. The seventh point was so critical. He used to quote some stat. I think he pulled it out of the air, but maybe it exists somewhere. Um, so I remember he would always say, oh, I read that, I read that. But who knows? Seven to six, 941 in the third, Marple Newtown coming out to receive the kick. Kicking off for Lower Marion after the blocked extra point. It's going to be number 32, Asa Costo. Now, Charlie DePasque was in the booth with us tonight, and uh, he brought up a good point. You know, someone said, I believe it was Charlie, it didn't look like a kicker. It didn't look like, uh, you know, just even the way he lined up. It looked very unnatural. So it's probably a good reason, again, why they didn't go for any field goals. They don't have any anyone to really be able to do that. And that's typical. That's That has nothing to do with... Uh, you know, this team, that's typical of program. So here we go, Asa Costo kicking off. Number 21 for the Tigers on the return, Charlie Box. Box. Nice return. Brought down by number 42 of the Aces, Steve. The freshman Charlie Box. 42's John Trainer. Yeah, I think we're going to see a little bit more Charlie Box in the second half. Even though it's a tight game, he's a freshman. Why not? He seems to... Um, you know, give you, a, give you a different option in the backfield, Steve. Yeah, and we'll see what Marple does here coming out. See if they get a heavy dose of Marlon Weathers. I mean, they got an answer right here after that touchdown by Helton and the, and the Aces. So Joslin in shotgun. He's got Weathers behind him. Two wide receivers either side of the field. Joslin gets the snap. Hands it off to Marlon Weathers. Marlon Weathers right up the middle. A big game for the senior running back. And that's what he... Brought down by Russell Doherty. Go ahead, Steve. That's what you got to do if you're the Tigers. This offensive line should be hungry right now to fire off the ball, hit somebody in the mouth, and answer back that Aces touchdown. Keep giving it to number 34. Gain of 16 to the Marple Newtown 46. First and 10 Tigers with 922, 921, 920 in the third. Seven to six Tigers over the Aces. Jocelyn, he is in shotgun with Weathers behind him. Two wide receiver, receivers either side. And that was just a botched play. Didn't look like, it looked like Joslin knew what to do, but no one else moved. And number 22 for the Aces, Ardontrell Williams with the sack. And he's been an excellent defender for the Aces. Yeah, not sure what happened there, Jim, but not sure if Joslin turned the wrong way or whether uh, you know, stepped the wrong way. But 
Again, just miscommunication in the backfield, and that caused a six-yard loss. So after a big gain on first down, you shoot yourself in the foot and you move back. Let's see how they respond. Loss of six, second and 16, ball at the Marple Newtown 40. 8.33 remaining in the third. Jocelyn back gets the snap, passes. It's a screen pass caught immediately by Marlon Weathers, but he's also hit immediately by the Aces number 55, Xavier Stockman. So nothing doing on the screen there. They try to set it up, and the Aces defense comes in and makes a great play there. Loss of two. The clock continues to run, 808, 807, 806. Third and 16. Tigers trying to avoid fright night here in Rosemont. Box in the shotgun, gets the snap. He's looking, looking, goes through his progressions. He has Alden Mathis over the middle. Mathis makes a reception. I don't know how he did it because he's hit immediately and hard by John Trainer, number 42. Yeah, he got hit hard, but that shows the toughness of Alden Mathis. Nice strike across the middle by Joslin, and Alden Mathis holds on, shows his toughness, but unfortunately the Tigers are still going to have to punt here. Be fourth down and 11. So in the punt for the Tigers. Is number 13, Alden Mathis. Number 9 for Lower Marion, Jaden Helton, is in punt return position. It's a high punt, not a lot of length, but it's going to roll. It's going to get a Marble Newtown bounce all the way down to the Lower Marion 34-yard line. And you got to look back if you're Marple Newtown. You start off that drive about a 15-yard gain out of the pistol to Marlon Weathers, you have your offensive line blocking downfield, and then the next play, miscommunication in backfield, and it just kind of falters that drive. So, again, it goes back to shooting yourself in the foot. And that's what happened there with Marple Newtown. Ever since that play, they went backwards and had to punt away. This will be a nail-biter for sure. I think we're going to need a defensive turnover and a score in order for Marple Newtown to pull this one, pull this one off. So, regardless... Lower Marion starts this drive from their own 34 first and 10 aces. Jaden Helton is back out at under center for the aces. Puts a man in motion, gets the snap, fakes the handoff, and he goes right up the middle. But he's hit immediately by number 60 of the Tigers, and that is Johnny Ebert. Ebert does a good job there, firing off the ball, staying low, not running up the field, and making a play there. And that's a loss of one. Just what the Tigers' defense needed a positive play on their end. Excellent. I don't think that I'd be surprised if Lower Marion keeps this up, even though they scored with this type of offense. Nah. Obviously, I know a little bit what I'm talking about because Matt O'Connor comes back in the field. But Matt O'Connor's flanked out as a wide receiver. So I'll keep my mouth shut other than to call the game. Jaden Helton, he is in the shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. He gets the snap. He bobbles it, but he gets the – he starts to run upfield, and he's – Hit almost immediately. Number 45 makes the stop. Robbie Riley. So, Coach Young making some adjustments after that last possession. They come back out with hell, and it's been working for them. So, the Aces going right back to it. Why not? But the Tigers' defense on back-to-back plays are ready for it. Loss of one. So, they continue to push the back third and 12. Now, this has usually been when, for most of the night where it's been dangerous for Marple Newtown. Silly penalties or a blown coverage. So, let's see what happens. Third and 12 at the Lower Marion 32. Matt O'Connor back out in shotgun. Deshaun Jemison behind him, and he's got four wide receivers. Two to the left, two to the right. 
He gets the snap. He's looking, looking. And he was under pressure. Slammed down into the field by Marple Newtown's number 56. Wow. Fotis Katopoulos. Katopoulos comes in. Helmet flies off, but makes a great play there. So Marple Newtown's defense forcing a three and out exactly what they needed. Now, look, we're going to call it both ways. Honestly, I don't understand how we don't see a call on that because he drove him into the ground. I don't want to get on, you know, I don't want to jump on anybody, no pun intended, but it's just odd how at least it's being called consistently inconsistent, Steve. Yeah, I mean, technically, sometimes they will call that. I didn't see much intent there, so I don't know what they're, you know, what they're calling, but again, it's a guessing game. Nowadays, what you see on Sunday afternoons usually transpires to Saturday and Friday nights, and usually that results in a penalty, but it did not. So Liam Ferry shaken up. He comes off the field. Marple Newtown's special teams come on for the punt. Number 24, Elijah Lane into punt. They're in an odd formation, Steve. Autumn Mathis in punt return formation. He is going to call for the fair catch at the Marple Newtown 43-yard line. Clock stopped at 518. 7-6 Marple Newtown in the third quarter. The offense is going to come back on the field. I'd be surprised if they don't go back to Marlon Weathers here. Right. Heavy dose of Marlon. Maybe a little number 21 Charlie Box. I know Charlie DePasqua would like that. They share the same name. Great having Charlie here. He's keeping you all informed via our social media. He is not in Ocean City. He's right here with us. Just want to say that. Here we go. First and 10 at the 43. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field. Coach Gicking calls timeout. Marple Newtown timeout with 518 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Fisher Paint and Locating in Broomall, Pennsylvania, providing painting services to Delaware, Chester, Montgomery counties, and more. Fisher Paint will take care of planning, design and execution of the entire project. Numerous satisfied customers in the Delaware Valley can provide the services of interior and exterior painting, basement remodeling, power washing, and apartment turnovers. Call or contact them online for free estimates, 610-550-9587 and at MikeDisherPainting.com. So here we are, back to live action. After that timeout, Coach Gicking still in the field with his squad. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, on this Saturday evening edition of Friday Night Lights. A little bit different of a crew here. And uh, much different setup. I don't know why we decided to try it on this night of all nights. But technology is what it is. We appreciate you joining us. So, Joslin in the shotgun. He's got Weathers behind him. Two wide receivers to his left and right. Gets the snap. Hands it off. Two Weathers. Weathers breaks a tackle. He's got running room, and he's brought down inside Lower Marion Territory. However, we have a penalty marker down at the Marple Newtown 41. So that run will be to approximately the 41-yard line, which is going to be a loss. A hold is the call. And it's going to negate the first down. Negate the first down. 
They'll mark it off from about the 41. That hurts. And both both offenses have been doing this. I mean, this is not just exclusive to one or the other. Ball's going to be at the 31 now after the penalty. Brings up first down and 20. And that hurts Marple. That, you, know, you, you have the ball across the 50. Now it's back on your own 30-yard line. It's got to be deflating for Weathers. But nevertheless, here we go. Now we know we have, why he had the long run. So same formation. Joslin in shotgun. He gets the snap. Hands it right off to Marlon Weathers. Marlon Weathers left side. Trying to get over to the sideline. He's eventually brought down by number 42 of the Aces. That's John Trainer. Steve? Good job there by Trainer to come up, stop Weathers. Be second down. And long for the Tigers here. Trying to get back those penalty yards and more second down and 17 after the three yard gain by Weathers. 435, 34, 33 in the third. A.J. Katrakotz is coming off due to a, can't tell if it's a helmet issue uh, 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 or if it's an injury. It's an official's timeout. We're going to keep it right here. Yeah, it looks like an official's timeout there. So he's got to come off. South Tartaglia will substitute in for Marple Newtown. It was a three-yard gain on the last play for Weathers, second and 17. Ball is at the Marple Newtown 34. So Weathers is right at the century mark. He just needs one more yard. He's got 14 for 99 yards. And it looks like. So a new center is in, a, in the game for the Tigers. Number 74, Joey Goodman. Joey, a sophomore lineman, the brother of Anthony Goodman. Clark clock winds back up, 430, 429 in the third. 7-6, Marple Newtown. Second down and 19. Joslin, shotgun formation. Looks like Joslin may have pulled Lower Marion's defensive line off sides. We'll see. And depending, looking where the... Yeah, Encroachment called against the defense. So that's that's the fourth time tonight that hard count. They're going to get five yards back. Second and fourteen. Correction. Second and twelve. Second and twelve. Now, the clock here is wrong. I'm going to assume that the person that's running the clock understands the time, but the down and distance they're struggling with. I got the computer in front of me. So, second and twelve. Ball to thirty-nine. They need twelve to go. Joslin in the shotgun, hands it off to Weathers. Weathers up the middle. Weathers breaks several tackles, but he's eventually brought down by a plethora of lower Marion aces, led by number 57, Khalil Jackson. Third down now. See where they mark it. Looks like third and 11 now for the Tigers. Big third down here, 345 and counting in the third quarter, Jim. Yeah, so that's correct. Third and 11. We're looking at the flag, this uh, marker on our sideline. So it's one yard past 
Third and 11, Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. He pitches to Weathers. Weathers is off to his right, but he is brought down in the backfield by the Aces number 77, Ryan Gillum. Gillum does a great job keeping his outside arm free, not losing contain on that pitch play, and making a great play on Weathers. That's what you're taught at the defensive end position. He does a great job there. So nothing doing. The Tigers lose yards on third down. Fourth down, and the Tigers are forced to punt. Loss of four. Weathers now has 98 yards after the loss. Mathis in the punt for the Tigers from their own 38. Number nine, Jaden Helton in punt return position. This is a high punt. It's got to get a Marple Newtown roll, but it doesn't. It bounces into the hands of Jacob Simpson, number 22. He downs the ball at the lower Marion, 42, with two minutes, 40 seconds remaining in the third. Defense coming back on, clinging to this one-point lead, 7-6, to six here in Harrodin against lower Marion. 240 left in the third, Jim, and offense not getting what they want here in those first two possessions. And the sideline is getting riled up here. Coach getting trying to get his guys ready to go. So Matt O'Connor is back out for the Aces. He's in shotgun formation. Two backs either side of him. Fakes the handoff to one, but he ultimately dumps it off to number 20, hands it off to number 27, Brandon Desper. And without that shoestring tackle at the end, that is a touchdown, Steve. Yeah, and that's deuce formation. Now the shotgun, they go with a counter. So they running back comes in front, and they give it to the other running back right next to Marlon O'Donnell, and he takes it up the middle. Marlon Weathers in on the stop for the Tigers, luckily. But that was a gain of 12, first and 10 inside Marble Newtown territory at their 46. Matt O'Connor gets the snap and hands it off to number 22, Ardontrell Williams. Steve. Yeah, O'Connor is one. This time hands off to Williams, and McKee comes up, uppercuts Williams, and takes him down for a loss of about two. Excellent stop. What a stick. Good for him. Loss of two, second and 12 at the Marple Newtown 48. 151, 150, 149 in the third. Clock continues to tick, tick, tick. So Matt O'Connor goes under center. He hands it off to Ardontrell Williams. And he's hit and tackled by Jacob Simpson. Counter play there. Simpson comes up from the cornerback position. Makes a nice lick. Getting in the action right there. Good job by Simpson. About a gain of two. So third down and ten here for the Aces offense. 110, 109, 108. 7-6, Marple Newtown leads the Aces in the third quarter. Aces break the huddle. Matt O'Connor, shotgun position. Deshaun Jemison is behind him, and he's got three wide receivers on the field. O'Connor gets the snap, looking, looking. He's hit as he throws. It's woefully underthrown, intended for Ian Goodman. I think Robbie Riley in there laid a hit. On the quarterback there, O'Connor does show his arm strength there as he gets walloped, but still almost reaches his receiver there. But going to bring up a fourth down, and we'll see if Armarion decides to go for this or to maybe do that. I'd be surprised if 
what, what I'm thinking here, Jim, they line up in that formation and they let O'Connor kick this one away, and I think that's what they're going to do here. So Matt O'Connor has Deshaun Jennison behind him. Everyone else is lined up. He kicks. Boy, that is a that's so close to getting blocked, but it's not. Falls into the hands of Marlon Weathers. He calls for the fair catch at the Marple Newtown 20 with 42 seconds remaining in the third. Marple Newtown will start this drive. First and 10 from their 20. 7-6 Tigers. 42 seconds remaining in the third. We welcome once again all our, our, our listeners back in. And Tigers next week opponent for homecoming. Garner Valley squeaks by Haverford with 11 seconds remaining to beat them. Yeah, continuation from last night's game. So. Based on some of the text that we've received, some questionable play calling, but more on that later. Joslin, he's in shotgun with Weathers behind him. He's got three receivers on the field. He gets a snap, and he immediately takes it upfield in that side, that A-gap. Picks up some yardage. He's brought down by number four, Jalen Goodman. Boy, Goodman's all over the field. What a player. He'll be playing down the road next year at Villanova. That football squad and the Tigers right there with the QB keep by Joslin. And we'll see if they get a playoff here. We'll see if, I don't know if they'll have to with 10 seconds and counting remaining in the third quarter. Five, four. Joslin gets the snap, hands it off to Marlon Weathers. Marlon Weathers bobbles it, but he keeps his eye on the ball, moves upfield, eventually brought down by number 42 of the Aces. That's John Trainer. So, at the end of three quarters of play, Marple Newtown hanging on on the road, 7-6. to six. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We're at the end of the third quarter. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 610- Three five nine eight four five four for more details. Once again, that is six one zero three five nine eight four five four. Welcome back to live action here in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, Harrington High School, where Marple Newtown is visiting Lower Marion. The Aces are playing here tonight, hosting Marple Newtown on a Saturday night. Thank you for coming out and listening. If you're not attending, the rain has stopped. It's a gorgeous night. Perfect temperature to be outside, not this dreadful heat that we've been dealing with. Rain has let up, and I know that there's so many different festivities happening in the the area, Delaware County. Haverford has a tremendous music fest that I'll be I'll be heading to after this, Steve. Anyway, late night for you, Jim. Well, you know how it is. My third event of the day. Now that we're entering the first quarter, hopefully I don't get delirious. God bless Dave. I don't know how he does it, but 12 minutes on the clock, fourth quarter, 7-6, Marple Newtown. They have the ball. Joslin, he's in shotgun. He's got three raw receivers to the left, one to his right. Weathers is behind him, but we have a penalty marker before the play even starts. This will be a dead ball foul. And that, Joslin doing an excellent job with the hard count. Dead ball foul, encroachment called against 
Lower Marion. And that's the fifth time tonight he does it. He did three-on-one drive in the first half, second one this half, and Tigers are getting free yards here. They just have to capitalize. So we got one of our side judges here, Angelo Bruno, an old friend of the program, great man from Brumall. And uh, Steve and I, we'll, we'll give him some grief after the game. Good guy. <laughs> Good guy. Not the only Italian here in Harrington High School. So, Timeout on the field. Lower Marion calls timeout. We'll step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Brumall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back to Rosemont, Pennsylvania. Jim Osmond alongside Steve Reynolds, Charlie DePasqua, Eric Kelling at the controls tonight. Saturday Night Lights. Fourth quarter hasn't started. Just about to start. We have 12 minutes on the clock. We had a penalty, which... Advance the ball to the Marple Newtown 30. So it'll be first and 10 from the Marple Newtown 30. Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. Joslin waiting for the snap. Puts Mathis in motion to his left. Gets the snap. Looking, looking, looking to his left. He's got Alden Mathis wide open, but that ball falls short. Wide open was Alden Mathis. He put Mathis in motion, and no one was out there, and that ball just fell short. Steve? Yeah, and they had him a double move wheel route there. They called the snake in this offense, and he had him just a little short. That's a home run ball right there. Excellent route by Alden Mathis, but unfortunately, uh, nothing doing. Going to bring up second down for the Tigers. Got to hit those wheel routes. Guy's always open. So Mathis breaks the huddle. He comes out. He's in shotgun position with Weathers right behind him. He's got two wide receiver, receivers on either end of the field. Hands it off to Weathers. And Weathers is immediately hit as soon as the ball is handed off. Number 54, Will House. Bring in the house, Steve. Yeah, and Will House comes in and makes an excellent play there. Right at the line of scrimmage. And frustrating for more than weather, back-to-back weeks, teams have bottled him up after an outburst week one. And he's had his own here and there, but for the majority, these defenses, both Lower Marion and Radner last week, have held him in check. Marple Newtown's offensive line continues to struggle. 18 carries, 97 yards for Weathers. Joslin in shotgun. Weathers behind him, puts Mathis in motion. Looks like the same play on that wheel route. We'll see. Joslin gets the snap, looking to his left, looking to his left. He fires, pulls the trigger, and has Alden Mathis inside lower Marion territory at the 40. Number four, Ian Goodman, and number 23, Khalil Devereaux Williams. They were completely confused, Steve. And that's a double move wheel route. He completes that on the Nova commit. 
and that was a perfect throw, only where Mathis could catch it. Johnson puts a beautiful ball there, and Mathis with an unbelievable catch. The Tigers needed that. That gets the sideline going, and they're going to have to capitalize off it right now. 30-yard gain. I hope the the ink is dry on that commit because we don't want them to see that film. Here we go. Joslin gets the snap, hands it off to Marlin Weathers. Weathers up the sideline, breaks one tackle. He's got running room all the way down the sideline. Marlin Weathers in for the touchdown. 43 yards away, and there is a penalty marker down. So Weathers gets in. The penalty comes all the way in from the opposite side of the field. And it looks as though there was a late hit. Number eight for the Tigers, Blake Turnier getting up. He is upset. Now that side judge on our side threw that penalty marker all the way to midfield. Weathers got in the end zone all the way at the opposite side of where we are here in the stadium. Steve, that had to be a, a very late hit for that, that side yeah. judge to pick it up. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he saw that. He, he tossed that one far. Um Good eyes by him there. And I think, yeah, that, that's going to be a late hit on Lower Marion. Probably assessed on the kickoff. And But, Mar hey, that third down and long, double move. They go back to it that same drive. First time they couldn't connect on it. Second time, unbelievable catch. They go back to Marlon Weathers, the old Delco running back, and he takes it to the outside and scores. Unbelievable job there by Mark Newtown. Gutsy, gutsy. Weathers has two TDs, 19 carries. Now he has 140 yards. What an excellent run by the former number five, now wearing 34. As he shouts out, Walter Payton. In honor of sweetness. I love it. So, in to attempt the point after touchdown out of a Joe Paoletti hold. It's number 18, Jimmy O'Brien. That penalty was a personal foul. We'll see that on the ensuing kickoff. These uh, ref these referees are struggling. I don't know why a, a referee closer to the action didn't throw that penalty, but but they didn't. But whatever. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. Jimmy O'Brien nails the extra point attempt with 10 minutes, 31 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 14. Lower Marion 6. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Back to live action. A 43-yard carry for Marlon Weathers as he hits pay dirt here at Harriton, making it 14-6 over the Lower Marion Aces with 10 minutes, 31 seconds remaining in the fourth. Jimmy O'Brien, after the penalty after that touchdown, will kick off at the lower Marion 45. Football falls over. Might have to have someone hold it, Steve. 
Yep, and with that penalty, usually kicking off the 40, they will kick it off Lower Marion territory. Uh, this ball should probably go into the end zone. So Jimmy Jimmy O'Brien approaches it, kicks off. And that is going to be automatically ruled a touchback. First and ten for the Aces from their own 20. And Lower Marion will take over. Down by eight, so they will need a score and an extra point, as Charlie DePasqua reminds us. Or a two-point conversion, excuse me, to uh, get back in this ballgame and tie it up. Plenty of time to go, though, Jim. Uh, 10-31 remaining. The Tigers, though, all the momentum back on their side after Laura Marion opened up this uh, second half with a touchdown drive. But the Tigers back on the board. Charlie DePasco providing you with all the social media coverage. Matt O'Connor in shotgun position coming out for the offense for Lower Marion. He hands it off. It's a reverse. And winding up with it is number five, Ian Goodman, on the far side of the field. But there's a penalty marker down. Penalty marker is down at the Lower Marion 21. We have an injury timeout. We're going to keep it right here. We're going to keep it right here. So, looks like there's an injured Tiger. We won't speculate. We'll pull up some offensive stats for Marple Newtown as as we wait. Pretty interesting stat sheet tonight. Brian Joslin, 10 completions, 17 attempts, 111 yards. He's got one interception. Marlon Weathers, 19 for 140 with two TDs. And Alden Mathis, seven catches, Steve. For 99 yards. And I will say, two guys in the weight room last week after that double overtime game. I left the high school at 1145. Brian Johnson, Alden Mathis were in there blaring music, working out. If that game didn't get something going for them, I mean, just a determination and dedication for those two to be in that weight room and see them convert on that third down and 17, you know, that really, plays like that do happen in the weight room, in the all-season, and it showed on that, the play that right before that set up the touchdown. Right. Excellent. So, looks like Liam Ferry was shaking up. He's coming off the field. They end up throwing a flag on the reverse. It sets them back. First in the back. First and 20. Ball's at the 10. Matt O'Connor is in shotgun. He's got two backs either side of him. He hands it off to one immediately. That back is, looks like number 20. That's going to be Deshaun Jemison. Jemison takes it up the middle out of shotgun, picks up four yards. <clears throat> number 15 is in on the stop, Joey Small. Second down and 16 for the Aces. So the ball's on the 14-yard line. Second and 16, Matt O'Connor is in shotgun. Gets the snap, throwing. He hits his man, number five, Ian Goodman. Tackled by Jacob Simpson. Good job by Simpson. Good break on the ball. Hits the receiver immediately, Ian Goodman. 9.20 and counting left in this game. Third down and about 10 
for Lower Marion. So big third down here. All right, third and ten. Ball is at the 20. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. He's got Deshaun Jemison to his right. Four wide receivers. Gets the snap. Looking, looking, firing down the sideline. Ball is intended for Ian Goodman. Andrew Cantwell defending for the Tigers. That ball sails out of bounds. Falls incomplete. 8.49 remaining in the fourth. And they're going to force Lower Marion to punt this one away. Oldham Mathis is back to return. And I imagine you got to go into a regular punt formation for this. You do not want this block. You don't want to go into that silly formation that they've been doing. This is a... You don't want to get it blocked. It would be returned for a touchdown. Elijah Lane, it looks like, is into punt. So not Matt O'Connor, number 24, Elijah Lane. Gets the snap. Oh, it's going to be a fake. Elijah Lane, number 24. He hits number six with the fake punt. And I think he got He picked it up. Wow. Excuse <laughs> me, number five, Ian Goodman with the fake punt. And I am surprised that our special teams was not ready for that when they did not see O'Connor come out on the field. Then again... I guess we're going all Madden tonight at this point. I mean, you got to pull out all the stops. They know they need a touchdown. That's a gutsy call. Um. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you play Steve Reynolds at Madden, he does that inside his own territory. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That was a 10-yard pass completion. Ball is at the 30. First and 10 for Lower Marion. Matt O'Connor comes out. They're winding the clock. It's a handoff. Deshaun Jemison. With the carry, he's brought down by number 60 of the Tigers, Johnny Ebert. Brought down at the 34-yard line, gain of four. Second and six for the Aces. O'Connor in shotgun with two backs either side. He's got two wide receivers. Snap is low. He gets it, looking, looking. Fires over the middle to the Villanova commit, Ian Goodman. He's brought down by Jacob Simpson, along with number 15, Joey Small, Steve. So, Laura Marion, O'Connor steps back in the pocket. A lot of poise as he gets hit immediately, but delivers a nice, nice ball to Ian Goodman. Picks up another first down. Gain of 13 on that passing catch to the Lower Marion 47. First and 10 aces, 749, 748, 747 remaining in the fourth quarter. Matt O'Connor in shotgun position. Gets the snap. Looking. Hands it off to Demison. And he is tackled immediately. Hit first by number 60 of the Tigers, Johnny Ebert. And Ebert. Been all over the field tonight on defense. Good job by him. Give to Sean Jemison credit. Pushes the pile into Marple Newtown territory to the 49-yard line. Yeah, he was hit immediately. I mean, right at the line of scrimmage, Jim. But he kept chopping those feet. And he picks up about three, four yards there. Second down for the Aces. Second and six with 7.08, 7.07, 7.06 as the clock ticks, ticks, ticks. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. He's got wide receivers, one to his left, one to his right, two backs. O'Connor gets a snap. He's looking, pumps, fakes, throws it down the seam. He hits Jaden Helton. 
And Helton, I mean, he's been all over the field at quarterback and at receiver, but O'Connor, quarterback to quarterback, <clears throat> if you will. Uh, this time O'Connor throwing the pass as he steps back and delivers a laser to Helton, and he dives and makes the catch. And the Aces are in the red zone right now, knocking at the door. Matt O'Connor, 11 for 28 with 96 yards. A 34-yard pass completion on that last one. Matt O'Connor with backs either side of him in the shotgun position. Two wide receivers. One that was left, one that was right. Deshaun Jemison gets the handoff. Andrew Cantwell with the stop for Marple Newtown. Do set for Lower Marion. They go with the counter. And nothing doing. Marple Newtown stops him in the backfield. Ball's at the 16-yard line, 6'10", 6'9", 6'08", in the fourth quarter. Clock is running. Uh, loss of one, second and 11 for the Aces. Matt O'Connor gets the snap. He's looking, throws over to his right. That ball sails over the head of Ian Goodman, Jacob Simpson, along with Tom McKee defending for the Tigers, Steve. Job by McKee. Good coverage there. The ball does sail over a little bit, but again, a, a good pressure once again by that Tigers D-line. Doing a good job tonight getting pressure on O'Connor. Yep, absolutely, Steve. Third and 11 at the Marple Newtown 16. Wow, it's coming down to the end. 5.53 remaining in the fourth. O'Connor in shotgun. He's got four wide receivers on the field with Deshaun Jemison behind him. He's looking, going for the end zone. And it is broken up. Broken up, but there's a penalty marker down. The ball was intended for Jalen Good, Jalen Goodman. Penalty marker is down. They're going to call pass interference either against Jacob Simpson or Tom McKee. Couldn't say but our friend, vantage point. Our friend Angelo Bruno pulling the flag out. Maybe not. Although I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. Pass interference called against the defense. So this will be half the distance to the goal. I believe. See where he marks it off. 5.48 remaining in the game. Ball is spotted at the 8-yard line. It looks like half the, half the distance to the goal. Normally 15-yard penalty. So Not an automatic first down. Third and three. Third and three. Very interesting. It looks like they're going to put Matt O'Connor under center. We know what's coming up. This will be a quarterback sneak. O'Connor goes under center. Gets the snap. No. Hands it off. Oh, it's a fake. Play action. The ball is tipped as he throws, but he connects with number 11, Marcus Green, for a gain of eight. And an aces touchdown with five minutes, 43 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown leads Lower Marion 14-12. to 12. And they go with a full house backfield set. Three running backs in the backfield. Quarterback O'Connor under center. Play action, roll out, and he finds a guy wide open in the back of the end zone. Has to tippy-toe to get both feet in. And Lower Marion is two points away, a two-point conversion away from tying up this ballgame. The timeout on the field, timeout with 5.43 remaining, Marble Newtown 14. Lower Marion 12, an extra point coming up. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. 
Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Hannum's Harley-Davidson supports Marple Newtown Tigers football. Hannum's Harley-Davidson Media PA, 1011 Baltimore Park. Hannum's Harley-Davidson Chad's Fort PA, 1241 Baltimore Park. Hannum's in Summersville, Pennsylvania, 3255 State Road. Hannum's in Electric City, Harley-Davidson Scranton PA, 1834 Scranton Carbondale Highway. Hannum's Harley-Davidson Rahway, New Jersey, 12 West Milton Avenue. Demo rides every day. Full events calendar, hours, directions, and contact information. HD.com. Hannum's Harley-Davidson. Tiger Pride. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. So Matt O'Connor hits Marcus Green just before the timeout with 5.43 remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 14, Lower Marion 12. We either have an extra point or two-point conversion coming up. Looks like, Steve, probably a two-point conversion, No. Yeah, going to have to go for the two here to tie this up with 5.43 remaining. So that's why they call it a timeout. Good timeout to think this one over. Matt O'Connor goes under center for this two-point conversion attempt. He fakes, and he is tackled for a loss. Sacked. Brought down, hit first by the Tigers. Andrew Cantwell. Wow. That play had no shot, Steve. Cantwell looks like the same formation they try to... It was play action. They tried to run the same play for the touchdown that they threw to the right side this time. And Andrew Cantwell on the blitz. Good call there by defensive coordinator Zach Young as Cantwell rips down O'Connor. And Tigers have to watch the onside kick now. There is 5.43 remaining. Aces defense has been playing tough tonight. So they can kick it deep, play some defense. Use some timeouts, but they only have two in their back pocket now after using that one on the uh, two-point conversion attempt. So I expect to see a heavy dosage of Marlon Weathers and Charlie Box with the rain starting to come down. It's coming down much harder. It is raining. Into kickoff for Lower Marion is Asa Costo. Tyler Lynch and Marlon Weathers kickoff return position for Marple Newtown. 5.43. Marple Newtown just needs to have a long drive here. The game is over. But again, 5.43 remaining. So they're going to force a return, Tyler Lynch, from the 16-yard line. He's got blockers. He's got space ahead. Correction, that was number 21, Charlie Box. Charlie Box on the return for Marple Newtown. And the Tigers will take over. With 5.33 left in the game, with holding the two-point lead. And big, big drive here. And as you said, uh, Jim, heavy doses of Marlon Weathers can put this ball game away for Marple Newtown. First and ten for the Tigers from their own 35. 5.38 remaining in the game. Jocelyn empty back. No correction. He's got Weathers back there, and he hands it off. Marlon Weathers up the middle. Finds a crease. He's brought down by the Aces number 57, Khalil Jackson, but not before a gain of eight yards. Running downhill. Get your best player to run downhill. That's what they do there. Marlon Weathers 
Falls that left side of the line. As they move the pile, good job up front by that offensive line. Ball spotted at the 43, second and two for the Tigers. If it sounds noisy, it's because it is. We got the Tigers bench in front of us. Joslin gets the snap, hands it off to Weathers again, but he is met in the backfield. Jukes and moves, but eventually is brought down. Loss of three by number 55, Xavier Stockman. Timeout on the field. Lower Marion calls timeout. We will step aside with four minutes, 52 seconds remaining. You're listening to Tigers Radio Network on Marple Newtown Football. .com. With home and business adjustment company, never hear the words not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 4.52 remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 14, Lower Marion 12, third and four for the Tigers. They're at their own 41 after the Marlin Weathers two-yard loss, courtesy of Xavier Stockman. They need four for the first down. Can they get it? Who knows? This has been a struggle on third downs for both teams. Weathers has 21 carries for 146 yards, two touchdowns. Box is in the lineup behind Jocelyn. Marlon Weathers lined up as a wide receiver. Jocelyn in shotgun, waiting for the snap. He gets it. He's looking. It's immediately thrown, intended for Marlon Weathers. But the ball wasn't high enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think it, it the, f- slipped out of his hands there because the rain's coming back down. Now, why we're throwing in the rain is beyond me. But nevertheless, here we are. 4:49 remaining in the fourth. 14-12. Marple Newtown. Alden Mathis in the punt for the Tigers. In punt return position for Lower Marion, number nine, Jaden Helton. The thinking there was, you know, they're going to sell out on the run there, so try to catch him off guard, pick up the first down. But and Pete Carroll phoned that one in. That's a booming punt. Wow, just when we needed this, it's going to be fielded by Jaden Helton. And i got to say, what a what an absolute beauty of a catch. But he's going to get wrapped up. Now, we have a penalty marker down. That return went nowhere. Penalty marker down. A Marple Newtown Tiger, Andrew Cantwell, writhing in pain. He is shaken Man, up. They went right at his knees, it looked like. That's awful. Dirty, dirty play, but that's going to pin them pin them deep in their territory, and that's going to bring that Marple Newtown defense out to win this game. I give Jaden Heldon credit for the return and the catch. Caught it sort of all over his shoulder in while he was running. What a display oh, of athleticism. I hope he, oh, I hope he gets up. Mm. Well, we won't speculate. No. But he does return to his feet. It's a great sign. And he's running yes. over to the sideline. He's a tough young man. So that's what it was. It was a chop block. The referee did signal it. 
There seems to be some argument from their sideline, but I don't know why. The, the head coach for Lower Marion wears a placard around his neck. Quite a look, Steve. Yeah, can't get away with that in the Central League. Maybe where you come from, the, the Bicentennial League, but not here in the Central League. Even with these incompetent referees. So, four minutes, 33 seconds for Marple Newtown. This ball is spotted. Bear with us. It looks like at the seven-yard line after the penalty. First and ten for Lower Marion. O'Connor gets the snap. Caught immediately by Jalen Goodman. No tackle as he falls to the ground. Ball's now spotted at the 14. So that was a gain of seven on that pass and catch. They're in a hurry-up offense. Matt O'Connor snaps the ball, looking, looking. He has Jalen Goodman going over the middle, nearly intercepted, but that was thrown in front of Goodman. Great catch. No tacklers. Goodman falls to the ground again. Ball spotted at the 33. Correction 32, gain of 18. Matt O'Connor in shotgun with 404, 403, 402 as the clock ticks, ticks, ticks. O'Connor gets the snap. He looks. He hits Goodman to his right. And as Goodman's tackled, there's a penalty marker that flies out. Number five, Brett Showman makes the stop. Andrew Cantwell's there as well. Clock stops with three minutes, 53 seconds. Steve, what did you see? Yeah, the side judge is signaling uh, block in the back. And um, so our friend Angelo stepping in. He has a good call there. He's right on top of it. Threw that flag there. That's going to set them back. Should be a 10 yard penalty, Jim. Okay. Now the flag and the ball are at the lower Marion 37. Here's the call. Illegal block in the back. Actually, an illegal block is technically the call. Sure. Ball's at the 27 now after the penalty. That hurts. It's going to be first down and 15. O'Connor gets the snap. He bobbles it a little bit. Throws it. Intended for Jaden Helton. Helton had it, and it fell right out of his, right out of his, bounced off his stomach, yeah. right onto the turf, Steve. It didn't look like it was intended for Helton. It looked like it was a crossing pattern. Couldn't see if it was for Goodman, but Helton was the one that brought that in. I give attention. Uh, uh, almost brought that in. Matt O'Connor, give him credit. Boy, he really threaded the needle on that one, but fell incomplete. Matt O'Connor in the shotgun, waiting for the snap. He gets it. He's looking to his left, looking to his right. He's going to pull and run. He has Ian Goodman over the middle, but Goodman just can't hang on. Couldn't hang on again. That wet ball getting to him, and that's going to bring up a big third down and 16 in here. Very interesting. We're not going to pucker up yet like I was doing Thursday night, but <laughs> we're getting close. 27-yard line, 27 it's at the 27, third and 15. Matt O'Connor in shotgun. 
Gets the snap. It's low. Pulls it up off the ground. And once again, he throws it. Has Jalen Goodman wide open. Goodman, he can't haul in a meatball, Steve. That's going to bring a fourth down. And interesting here, you have 3.30 left. You only have one timeout. Do you punt it deep here? Or do you go for it? Well, uh, the way we've been moving the ball, I think that you got to punt. He's going to leave the quarterback on the field, so whether they do that punt out of the shotgun formation that they've been doing. Um, if we or, see another fake punt, that's it. You're going to finish the rest of the game. <laughs> Matt O'Connor is in the shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. He's got four, excuse me, three wide receivers. He gets a snap. He's looking. He's looking. He's going to pull the ball. Oh, no, he's going to throw it. He had Ian Goodman another dropped pass. It was right there, and Goodman knows it. That's I, I feel for the young man because that ball was right there, but he slipped. Ball came right out. And that's unfortunate. That's four good passes. I would say three out of those four. Pretty good. Now he threaded the needle on that first. That's four good passes and four drops. Turnover on downs with three minutes, 22 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 14, Lower Marion 12. Marple still has to do their part, though. This game's not over. Got to run this out, run the clock. They only have one timeout, Lower Marion does. Touchdown will do it. Um, Maybe two first downs. So here we go. Joslin in shotgun with Weathers behind him. He's got one wide receiver to the left, two to the right. He hands it off to Marlon Weathers, but even before he hands it off, there's a penalty marker down on the Marble Newtown sideline. It's at the 26-yard line. Could the... Line judges pointing towards an uh, encroachment. And in high school, again, when you jump off sides, not like NFL, you can't get back. Once you cross that line of scrimmage, automatically they're going to throw it, stop the play. Um, it's not like, you know, NFL where you have to touch a player for it to be considered encroachment. Right. So. We always hear in our booth people in front of us, sitting in front of us, you know, they they yell about that. They don't understand. Yeah, but, so. Completely. But they're strap jobs. They, they don't know. Um so Marple Newtown, and that's the sixth time Joslin has uh, forced Lower Marion to jump off sides. First and five at the Lower Marion 22. Joslin in the shotgun. He's got Weathers behind him. He hands it off. He's met immediately by number four, Jalen Goodman. What a play by and Goodman. That, that was dangerous. I mean, that Very. snap almost didn't get off. And Lower Marion defensive coordinator does a good job there. I mean, he's selling out. Sending a blitz here, They're selling out on more than weather's run, and I think that was a great, good, good call there. Obviously, as it worked out for them, unbelievable. So that was a loss of five. Weather's shaken up. Ball is at the twenty-seven of Lower Marion. Second down and ten. Two forty-two, two forty-one, two forty. As the clock ticks, Joslin in shotgun with Weather's behind him. Here comes the snap. Fakes the pitch to Weathers. And Joslin takes off. He has an open scene. He's running down the seam right into the end zone. He walks into the end zone with 2 minutes, 27 seconds remaining, making it 20-12, to 12, Marple Newtown. Excellent play call right there. Excellent play call. Coach Gicken dials it up. Again, they go back to that fake pitch that teams have been keen on the last two weeks, riding their lower marion. They come back with a Q counter to the left side. Wide open hole right there. The defense bit on it, and Joslin does the rest. Runs up 
the middle into the end zone. And with 2.27 left, they can make this a nine-point game, which will make it two possessions and nearly impossible for Laura Marion to win. Here's the snap to Joe Paoletti. Hold is down. Kick is up. The kick is good. With two minutes, 27 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter, Marple Newtown 21. Lower Marion 12. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. A 27-yard scamper by Brian Joslin and Steve. If teams are going to start to make Brian Joslin do everything, this is going to be a case of be careful what you wish for because he will make you pay. Maybe not this year, but this will be great experience for him in his junior and senior years. And he's got wheels. I mean, we know he's got a good arm, but he's got wheels on him. Again, we saw him last year as a freshman with a 60-plus yard scamper at Radner. Saw him game one against Kip the Boys, a couple rushing touchdowns. But tonight, that was huge. And back-to-back weeks in big situations, Jim, he converts. I mean, uh, in that first overtime last week, fourth and 17, he converts on a huge touchdown pass. And then here, game on the line to close it out, he converts on a huge touchdown scamper. So I see a lot out of him um, only as a sophomore. Jimmy O'Brien kicking off. It's sort of a line drive that pops up at the 15 into the hands of Ardontrell Williams. He's had a nice game. Good grief. He had a couple of missed tackles. If he doesn't on that last one, that's a touchdown. Now we have a late penalty. This looks as though it would be called against Marple Newtowns. The, the, uh, the penalty marker is down at the 37-yard line. Be interesting to see who this is. Uh, this is going to be called against Marple Newtown. It's a typical uh, example of what you said before. They're always going to see the last guy coming in, Steve. What did they call there? No, they called a face mask. Correct. Face masks are either that or illegal hands to the. Uh, yeah, she's, excuse me. That is a face mask. Yeah, 15 yard penalty. Oh, boy. And there's only one face mask they'll call. No more uh, grass or uh, grazing of the face mask. It's no five yard, 15 yard. It's always a 15 yard penalty. So this is it, folks. 221 in the fourth. Ball is at the Marple Newtown 48. Matt O'Connor gets the snap. He's looking. He's hit as he throws. But unbelievably, he finds Jaden Helton on the sideline. He's tackled by Marlon Weathers. I mean, O'Connor puts that up as he has a man draped all over him, Steve. I don't know. Is that a flag in the middle of the field? or Penalty marker is down again. I don't know if that's a flag or the uh, look. The, yeah, it is a flag in the middle of the field. It's, it's literally right in the middle of the oh, fifty-yard line, where right, right in the middle of the H. Yeah, right where it's a lacrosse. Uh, you know, they have the the cross with the cross and field hockey start, so you can't tell if it's part of the field or a flag. But what a, what a throw to deceive us! 
and looks as though this is going against going against Marple Newtown. Personal foul and called think, against the Tigers. And I think they're going to call it. A couple guys came in and hit the quarterback right where they hit the quarterback. And now, now they're just giving them free yards there. And I didn't see much there, but the referee was right on top of it. And you have a nine-point lead, so you do have some cushion there, but you can't let them score here and get an opportunity to get an onside kick. Seven, it gets to the 17. Game's far from over. So Marple, it's at Marple Newtown's 17-yard line, first and 10. O'Connor and shotgun with Deshaun Jemison behind him. He's got four wide receiver receiver options on the field. O'Connor gets the snap, throwing. It is intended, falls out, falls incomplete, out of the hands of Marcus Green. However, there's a penalty marker down in the end zone. Well, it's going to be a Marple Newtown again, Jim. So this should be half the distance. Yeah, pass interference. Since it pass interference called against Marple Newtown. Does it happen in the end zone? Yeah, we'll be half the distance. So Marple Newtown, three penalties. Two in a row. And just giving Lower Marion life here. After the penalty ball is going to be... Walked off, spotted at the eight. Yes, eight yard line. So, first and goal. No, correction. First and ten. Nope, first and goal. My bad. O'Connor gets the snap. Ball was intended for number six. Is that number six? No, number five. My bad. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Ian Goodman, tender receiver. Pass falls incomplete with 1 minute 59 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 21, Lower Marion 12. Second goal. Second and goal. Ball is at the 8. O'Connor is in shotgun with four wide receivers. Deshaun Jemison behind him. He gets a snap. He throws a quick slant. He hits his man, Ian Goodman. No tackler as Goodman makes the reception on the ground. So that that's a good good reception. Other centrally play. Springfield beats Ridley in triple overtime. They stop Ridley on a two-point conversion to win the game. Gain of five, ball at the three. Matt O'Connor keeps after the snap. And he is in for the touchdown. Gain of three, aces touchdown. On the quarterback keeper by Matt O'Connor. And it looks as though we have a Marple Newtown Tiger down in the end zone. So, Steve, we'll keep it right here as we're under two minutes. The score now, Marple Newtown 21, Lower Marion 18. Steve, I would say that you go for two since they don't have a kicker, obviously. Yeah, and then... I mean, you don't need to, but you, whatever you do, you got to come back with an onside kick. Marple Newtown, during this injury timeout, should be going over that, although half their kids. Yep, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, half their kids are on the field. so. But nonetheless, hopefully the Tiger does get up, um, and we'll see what Laura Marion does here. It does give them extra time to think this one over, though. 
Even though it is an injury timeout, they do get an opportunity to talk this over. But a minute 40 to go. Again, plenty of time. This was a nine-point game. Marple Newtown, three 15-yard penalties allowed Lower Marion to get down in the field and score. Just unacceptable. But we'll see what happens here. If you do recover this onside kick, Marple Newtown will be able to potentially run it out with a first down. I believe Lower Marion still has one timeout. Yep. One timeout. Unbelievable. The Tiger is up and walking off the field. That does is a good sign, always. Fotis Katopoulos is shaken up. But next man up. That's the way it works in football. So, Lower Marion with 140 remaining after the touchdown. They're going to come out for the two-point conversion. Matt O'Connor gets the snap. He's looking. He's looking. Two-point conversion is good. Completes the pass in the end zone to Jalen Goodman. So with one minute, 40 seconds remaining in the game, Marple Newtown 21, Lower Marion 20. And that's unfortunate because half the Lower Marion stands. No, the whole Lower Marion stands actually left after that last Marple Newtown touchdown. So uh, can't give up on your team, but Nonetheless, the Tigers are holding on to a one-point lead, and they are getting set up here for an onside return, which will be coming 100%, I can guarantee that. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, are they going to do that? Yes. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Saturday night edition of Friday Night Lights. Due to the postponement yesterday, due to lightning. Rain yesterday, too. Raining tonight as well, but we don't have the lightning strikes. So we're able to get this one in with 1 minute 40 seconds remaining in the fourth. Marple Newtown leads by 1.21.20. Weathers kickoff return position for the Tigers. Hands team is in for Marple Newtown. And... Aza Costo is going to attempt this onside kick. Here we go. Tips it right off the top. And Marple Newtown falls right on top of it. That's recovered by Charlie Box. Excellent. Excellent for the freshman. What a play. That's hard to do. Sheets of rain coming down. This rain's coming down hard, but he's right in there. Fearless young man. Good for him. I love it. So, after the onside kick, Marple Newtown recovered at the at their own 49. Having an issue with uh, getting these dry balls into the game. And the Tigers are... Look like coming out in wrecking ball. That's extra lineman in the game. Unbalanced looked. Two extra blockers on the second level. And Marlon Weller's in the backfield. First and ten for Marple Newtown from their own 49. Marlon Weathers gets the handoff, goes right up the middle, pushes it into Lower Marion territory. 
The tackle is made by the Aces, number 31, Nico Hahn. Gain of two to the Lower Marion, 49, second and eight for Marple Newtown. Lower Marion holding on to that last timeout in their back pocket. Zero timeouts. Uh, they have zero left. Okay. Zero. So this clock is it's continuing to run. 101, one minute, 59 seconds. Under a minute. Marple Newtown's going to take their time. Now, there is a side judge coming in, blowing the whistle. Boy, Steve, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Steve, we've seen a lot of bad officiating. And, you know, this guy's our friend, you know, but this is bad. Basically, Marple Newtown's offense was lined up. They were waiting. They were waiting to get take as much time off the clock. And they're now actually going to call a delay a game against Marple Newtown. The side judge never puts his hand up. Actually, yeah. it's the umpire that's supposed to put his hand up. I, I don't I don't believe that the side judge can make that call. But nevertheless, it doesn't really matter, folks. The clock's running at forty five seconds. Second and thirteen. Now we're at the Marple Newtown forty six. Now again, Steve. We're waiting. I, I always believe it was the umpire that puts his hand up to rule the five seconds remaining on the play clock. There goes Angelo, the side judge, to put his hand up, and he does. Marlon Weathers gets the handoff, breaks several tackles. He is impossible to bring down. He's eventually brought down by the lower Marion, number 42. And that should be it. That should be the game. John Trainer carries it into lower Marion territory. Ball is going to be spotted at the 44-yard line. Gain of two. Correction, gain of ten. Weathers puts the game away. Three, two, one. That is the ball game, ladies and gentlemen. Quite a game. 21-20, Marple Newtown over Lower Marion. Marple Newtown gets the couple first downs that they need, but boy, oh boy. That was scary. But ladies and gentlemen, We've appreciated, we greatly appreciate your listenership tonight. We'll leave you through a few tidbits before we sign off. Next week, don't forget the Marple Newtown Tigers will return home and will host the Jaguars of Garnet Valley High School. Live video coverage, live video coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com starting at 640. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2018 season and watch an archive or listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcast on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. Tonight's color commentator, Steve Reynolds, engineer and statistician, was Eric Kelly. Co-executive producer is Greg Pecco. Spotter in the booth and social media tonight, courtesy of Charlie DePasqua. Legal services provided by Philip Press Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. I'm Jim Osmond, executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network. I'll leave you with this. Marple Newtown 21, Lower Marion 20. Marple Newtown 2-1 and one as they head into week number four, hosting Garnet Valley at home for homecoming. We will see you all next week. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. 
heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by The Philly Pretzel Factory, Hannum's, Harley-Davidson, Farber & Farber Law Offices, Castle Vacations, Homestead Land Sales, Cavallo Auto Body, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Disher Painting, Anthony's at Paxson, Ardell Landscaping, PJ Bartending, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network Appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!